2: Welcome to the home of stupid. That's right. You are now listening to Common Man and T-Bone. I want to be able to smell those grilled onions. My wife, a couple years ago, not known as a great gift giver, but she actually did give me a nice gift. A candle that smells like grilled onions. So we lit that candle, instantly had sex. Instantly. There is something about grilled onions gets me in the mood for everything. Eating, fornicating, Everything. Featuring Panama Ted. Imported from Panama. Thank you, Ted. You suck. anna Ray on traffic. Five minute delay. And a bunch of internet sounds that make no sense. So
3: reach around the (laughs) guy.
2: You gotta squat and be ready. (laughs) Balls on his chest. (laughs) Strap in and strap it on. This is Man and Bone.
1: (laughs) Welcome in. Happy Monday to you. Timmy Hall in for Common Man today. What's up, Tim? How are you? Oh, you guy, bone. <laughs> you guy. <laughs> good to be here with you, man. It's good to have you on, buddy. Big be a fun a- week. Yeah, we're going to have a good time. I'm looking forward to it. We got lots of news that came out this weekend. Some, we uh, do. Big Ohio State news to talk about, obviously. Some sucky soccer as well. Oh, oh, buddy. We got a lot to I'm talk sorry. about there. I know. Uh, we're going to do yikes coming up uh. in the four o'clock hour. And 5 o'clock hour, we'll talk to our guy, Jason Stark. So, lots of good times here. Yeah. Lots of things to discuss. Big weekend for the Reds. It was. Yep, making that weekend. push. Yes, they are indeed. How uh, how was your weekend, by the way? Was it a big weekend for Timmy Hall?
4: Pretty good weekend. Yeah, it was... I mean, we're getting to the end of the summer here. I mean, we're 10 days away. Yep. Troy Smith days away, as the, the fan Twitter account said today, from the Minnesota game. And... Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm just trying to not make any big mistakes with my weekends. I'm not uh, taking yeah. any trips. Yeah, I'm. We're just trying to keep it low key. Our uh, my in laws brought a puppy over to the house yesterday. They drove like to the far corners of Ohio to get a basset hound puppy, so they brought him back to the house on the way back yesterday. So that I mean that that seems to take the cake, right? Sure, when you see yeah. a, a new puppy is in front of you even for just 10 minutes. You're like, oh, it's incredible. It's a Basset hound puppy. It's, it's as cute as can be. Now, you take it. You go home yes. and have fun with that. <laughs> Call me th- or don't, but I'll be yes. thinking about you when I wake right. up from my milk and cookie at 3 a.m. about how you've had the worst night of your life. <laughs> and I'm going to
1: laugh about that. Yeah, puppies. We did a pandemic puppy, and now he's just mm-hmm. a pandemic idiot. Because now he's, he's, he's a grown... <laughs> right, right? He's, right. he's a year old now. He's still got plenty of puppy in him, though. And he's a complete idiot dog. I literally... I made some food last night. It's a dummy dog. Yeah. Made some food. Got more than what we needed for the meal. And so I like to, you know, just pop those into a couple containers. Save them. Mm-hmm. Had some for lunch today. Was going to have some possibly for lunch tomorrow or maybe dinner tomorrow. Keep the leftover train going. However... My dog hopped up while I had my back turned for like five seconds and like stuck his face just right in the food and just After gobbled it, it up. I had put it in the container and set it on the table and I was just letting it kind of come down, cool off a little bit before I stuck it in the fridge, turn around. He had his face all the way oh, in there. So man, I mean, Rothman would have ate it, would have been like, this is great. Oh, this yeah, yeah. Dog, to the, dog yes.
4: lips, tongue, all of my food. I want that. I want that in my mouth.
1: And Melissa looked at me she's like, "Well, just scrape the top off maybe." And I'm like, "Scrape the top? This dog went all the way through. Like stuff was all over the table. Mm. It was on the like mm. there was no part of this he did not touch." And I don't I don't want to eat after yeah, the Yeah, you know so. as as much, as much as I love my dog, I
4: can't get with the dog's mouth near my face i'm not i'm not a big I fan i can't
1: do it i've had like the dog licking my face yeah just i'm like, like loose i'm like like Lucy. on the cheeks it's okay or and charlie brown can't yeah. take it yeah just I'll, I'll take a couple if i'm like if i'm playing on the ground with him, you know and then like we're kind of play fighting yeah, and then he'll, yeah, he'll come like, over and then i'll like i'll pretend i'm dead and then he'll walk over and he'll like lick cheek the top is okay of my yeah. forehead's okay yeah if i get something near the lips oh nope, it's straight to the sink it. we're done Where's the bleach? My dog drink and slosh it around and spit out. Here's the other thing. My dog is kind of gross, but I'll be sitting down sometimes. You know, I'm a fat guy. (laughs) Little uh, little half moon bay happening out the back door, (laughs) and I might have like bent over or something, and I don't realize that I'm exposed in such a precarious fashion. And all of a sudden, I'll get this.
5: (laughs) How do you
1: do from the wet nose? Oh, it's the no, worst! It's the no. well. He's just
4: sniffing. He's a dog right, right into the crevasse.
1: Well, he's. It's just a sniff. Oh. It's just a friendly hello. That's how dogs greet. Wow. And he must. He must really accept me. So then, after that, I don't let him lick the face for a, a few second. days. a just- nice cave right here. Let's see if I can <gasps> nestle inside. <laughs> he just he just <laughs> oh starts God. sniffing around he's like well this uh, this is a new smell i haven't smelled what? over here what is your pet situation up to now what are the numbers we just have th- we have 3, three we have pets. we have a dog and we have two cats wow. we've kept it three kids you- by the way three pets do you know must be the- some kind of house <laughs> it's five levels buddy must be nice must be nice <laughs> Yeah, my knees are not on board with Must Be Nice. My knees are like, why the hell did you do this? Because anytime I want to do anything, I got to walk upstairs. I got to walk downstairs. <laughs> Everybody's got a level, you're but j- you're joking about five levels, right? No, it's a it's a five level split. That's what they call these things. They like they're. A five-level split? Well, there's like a basement. There's thought, a little wait, wait, room. Whoa. I thought the four-level split was the
4: must-be-nice. I thought you were bringing no. sarcasm to no, the table five, right there. It's a five-level split. Where's that
1: extra level? Just on top of the top level? <laughs> a four-level split no, is there's, luxurious. Because there's you get the basement on the bottom. Here's what it is. It's, it's not really five. It's oh, not like, no, no, it's no, not no, like a no. five-level you, townhouse. you're the to
4: Bone Land, things are nice. So don't,
1: don't deny... Now it's tell me. It's the type of house where there's an upstairs and there's a main level and there's a basement. Okay. On your way to the upstairs, there's a landing. The stairway goes up, landing, up again. Off of the landing is our bedroom. So that's one level that is count- just the they're bedroom. They're counting the They count that as, as a level? level. Yes. Boy. And then when you go down to the basement, there's a stairs and then you. A landing yeah, got and a down again. I got and the that, basement part because my, my, sister, my yeah. sister
4: and brother-in-law, who they are a couple of notches above us in life. I, a lot of, I won't I even say, say a couple. I, I would say, say a lot. wildly more heard, successful. I know of these people yeah. you speak of, yes. They have the four-level split. And oh, okay. we're envious of that because and their levels are just way bigger than our individual levels. <laughs> and then they get that massive basement that they're discussing finishing soon. It's like, oh, oh that must be nice, you know? <laughs> you've got the the new Toyota Highlander. You've got the brand new basketball pad that they put out back. So with the trees hanging over and the glass backboard hoop yeah. for my little uh, nephew to practice his, his hooping on, that's cool. And Tim we're lit- here with our three-level split. <laughs> Good thing we got a great town out there in Hilliard. <laughs> real
1: people, real possibilities. Well, I don't know what to tell you. We're on the five level split. Point. That's all it is. But yeah, yeah, every every time I go up or downstairs, it's also there's baby gates everywhere because we have puppy. Well, dog. This dog still. We're Yes. got the choose dog everything. and the two cats. The, the well, pet and, we, situation. and we've got a yeah. two year old, so we just have gates everywhere. So now it's a gated community uh, inside a house. In my house, yes. Yeah. It's like I have to request access to go anywhere. It's, right. If it's, key then, cards or like openers. Key cards, yep. But and electronic then, gate openers yeah. indoors. Somebody should make that. Right. Why don't you do that? It's a, lot of, it's a lot of opening and closing. Then you know what you do? Six level split. Show everybody. Show everybody what's up. I, I don't even know if there's an architect that could figure in, that out. In the bedroom, <laughs> another level. That's what
4: Fred, you do. That's the sixth level.
1: We're going up one step in yeah. calling it a level. I like this. That's what we're going to do. All right. Well, we got we got rampant jealousy out of the way. We talked about that. <laughs> yeah, we, we talked about dogs licking <laughs> yeah. my ass crack, so that's good. Um, so we've started uh, off the Monday great. By the way, Mike is not here because Mike has taken vacation like a loser in the summer, I heard he was very mad about that last week when I took vacation in the summer. But now he's taking it. And it's right. It's and he acceptable. also
4: he also stole an extra day. You've got to point that
1: out too. He did.
4: He, he took did, Friday. He did the same off. thing I do.
1: I, I took yeah. an extra day. He took an extra day. We, we did the mirrored vacation. You did the extra day as well. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I like okay. to, That's a that's a win. You take the extra day. It completely give. It gives you a three day weekend on top of your vacation. If you're Beamer. You just take like three straight weeks. Well, if you're Beamer, you don't, you, don't, style. you don't work here. Beamer is <laughs> he's on just, vacation. It's yeah, an eternal there vacation. Was, there was yeah. some glitch in the system when he got hired, and they were like, would you like 74 days of vacation? He was like, absolutely. Sure, I'll take it. I will. D- Who wouldn't? Didn't think to fix that glitch. No, nope, they just let never ride. done it.
4: And they just tack on, too. He's still gaining PTO. Yeah, Even though he started he ahead of everybody. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So we can start a lot of different places here, Timmy, but I think we'll start with the big news from Ohio State because... Obviously, this is not that shocking, but it still has officially happened. C.J. Stroud has been named the Buckeye starter for the season opener at Minnesota. Um, I don't know if that's just a, a way of phrasing it, because obviously we assume he is going to be the starter going forward after that, but I mean, yeah, C.J. Stroud, we thought would be the guy. He comes in, wins that job, as we all thought, so... Now I'm 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 not nervous about it. I wasn't nervous about it before, but now it's like the season can finally we're we're past the point where to we're pretending now. about that. Yeah. We can just move yeah. on to now we know what this offense looks like or we think we know. We'll find out how it goes. But I expect big things. I think uh the other two guys that were there, Jack Miller, Kyle McCord, who you know, I don't think we thought Kyle McCord was necessarily gonna take the job. Quinn Ewers just arriving. I never thought he'd be able to. But yeah, I expect Big things from C.J. Stroud. I think he'll do a great job. How much do you think, in his heart, Ryan Day knew even
4: last season who his starting quarterback was going to be? But just staying true to what the job is and being a head coach and giving some of these highly talented five-star and four-star quarterbacks their fair shot, I because I understand there's there's you gain nothing out of naming C.J. Stroud starting quarterback when 2020 season ends and if that's what you truly think and nothing's going to change your mind outside of an injury you don't gain anything for that i just do i always wonder that Mm -hmm. i'd always love to be inside the head coach's brain to know for sure when it was because we've been having these opinions forever and you know in my mind and on the buckeye show we've been Early in the summer, just knowing that it was going to be C.J. Stroud. And I think most Buckeye fans and most media that cover the team have known for quite some time that it was going to be C.J. Stroud as well. There was a certain point in time, maybe it was during spring ball, right when it ended, when the Heisman odds started to shift. And you were getting some pretty interesting numbers on both Kyle McCord and C.J. Stroud. I forget when exactly it was where it kind of took a turn to CJ Stroud where something happened because a lot of people pointed to the spring game and they liked how how Kyle McCord looked. Oh, yeah, he throwing looked great. the football. Looked but great. again, you just sort of go back to well, CJ Stroud became the second in command guy last year when it was Justin Fields' job. You weren't thinking about it a lot because you didn't play that many games. And you had Justin Fields. Why would you be thinking about another quarterback yet? But here we are. I'm excited to see this guy go. He's really talented. He's got the he's just got the look, feel and arm and skill set. Everything that you would seem to want in a guy that can run Ryan Day's offense.
1: Yeah, I think I'm I'm guessing to answer your question, Ryan Day probably had like a day-to-day plan and then a future plan. And so day-to-day, I'm sure he was looking at it saying, well, right now, CJ's ahead, but I want to give Kyle McCord a chance. I want to give everybody else in this opportunity a chance, right? I want to see what everybody can do. But if I had to start right now today, CJ's the guy. Right. Right. And I think it's just kind of been that throughout. Yeah. So I don't he's think got a year on Kyle McCord, yeah. right? In well, the system. And, and, and you'd and like to think that, you know, five star quarterbacks against five star QBs, you could have a close race. Sure. You know, you could, you would like to think that. And now with the Quinn Ewer situation, that all adds. More to this to this you know drama that could unfold down the road. But for right now, job one for Ryan Day is figure out who the starting quarterback is. We think he pretty much knew that, and it settled out where we all yeah, thought it would. Get everybody so, to buy in now. Yeah, yeah. And and, and with Kyle McCord, you got to give him a chance because that's what you do when you have highly touted players. You let them have a chance. But ultimately, it landed where we all thought it would. So, congrats to C.J. Stroud. I'm excited to see what he can do for the Buckeyes. Not excited about watching the crew. We'll talk about how they are a disaster right now. And should Bengals fans be worried about their number one pick? We'll talk about all that next. It's Man and Bone with Timmy Hall filling in on the fan.
0: Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heath Services Traffic Center.
6: Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident on I-70 westbound after Miller Avenue. It's blocking the right lane, causing some heavy backups. Plan on slowdowns for about 10 more minutes at least. And please use caution as cars begin to build. This traffic report is sponsored by Molina Healthcare. For the health coverage you need close to home, lean on Molina Healthcare. With a Medicaid plan from Molina, you get transportation to medical appointments, Amazon Prime for three months, a 24-hour nurse advice line, and more, all at no cost. Get the most from your health plan? Visit leanonmolina.com for details. I'm leanna ray with fan traffic
2: like a sports drink but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart
1: jokes back to man and bone welcome in hope you're having a good monday timmy hall filling in for common man today we will give you a yikes at 434 yikes can't wait for those. Good to yikes today! Yeah, we got Get a lot of good. lot we of got candidates. Nine yikes! A lot of candidates. Well, that's how many we have every week. Yeah, nine but yikes. I think these ones are all very good. Uh, Bodie is in for Panama. Ted, who There's I see a yikes. No. <laughs> yeah, wait, yeah. Bodie's come on. Bodie's a, no. Bodie. You got to hit that because we said yikes it. again. He's, he's, we yiked you. We're Here throwing you it out there. No, but he's got his Notre Dame stuff on. He's ready to go, man. Bodie is just. Like, his whole year is about getting to Notre Dame football season. That yeah. is the only thing it Bodie cares about. That in Cowboys football season. I mean, which concur hey, at the same time. Brian so.
4: Kelly is the best, worst coach in college football. That's right. He'll get you double-digit wins and nothing else. There's a lot of coaches that lose
5: to Alabama every year, so hey. No, i <laughs> well, sorry. No, you, he's I'm,
4: not just losing to Alabama. He's not beating anyone. He'll, he'll get you double-digit wins and nothing else. That's I, do it. Have, I
5: do have this question for no you, No playoffs.
1: Bodie. Brian Kelly... You staunchly defend or oh. take or leave. Strongly where? defend. Strongly defend. Strongly Defense. Do
5: you guys remember how bad Charlie Weiss was? Like, no, that's, that's true. That's anti- what I'm so this in. I like to learn how Davey, everybody is
1: the yeah. fans. So you're more on that side of things of like, yes, but think of who we could have, as opposed to, which a lot of fans say on the other side, I would say, yes, but think of who you could have, which is somebody better, but your fear is, but what if we end up with Charlie Weiss? Okay.
4: If we, how many years has he been at Notre Dame now?
1: This will be his twelfth season. Twelve seasons, and he had the good run at Cincy, right?
4: Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of Cincy Bearcat coaches were the hot thing, yeah, for a time. I would say Kelly's got to be in the top five most winningest coaches in the last two decades, right? He's got to be for college football. You go back mm. twenty years.
1: That's, that's I don't know. That's a good question. Win percentage probably, or total wins? Yeah, yeah. I don't know where we'd look that up because I'm not useful in that Bodie way. does it. All right. Yeah, well, Bo- we're talking. Bodie actually already yeah. has the stats memorized. Yeah. He should know it. He, <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't jump in there. So, oh, yeah, absolutely, Tim. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. Brian Kelly's third winning as coach in the last 20 years. Yeah. Well, this may come as a shock to you, but I don't always defend coaches uh, all the time. You may have heard of that. I kind of rip coaches occasionally when I Negative don't think bone? they get the job done. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. So... Here's the thing. Um, if you've paid attention to the crew of late, they're bad. They were on a five-game losing streak headed into this past weekend. I told you on Friday, bet on Seattle to win because Seattle is a far better team as of right now. They're playing better. Yeah. Um, but also, I've begun to lose faith in this coaching staff for the crew, and I have my reasons for that. But here's, here's what I saw during this game the crew lost two to one to seattle heartbreaking fashion at crew stadium or sorry lower.com field they were up despite not playing their best game ever they played better than i thought they would and they got a goal 10 minutes before the end got a goal to say all right here we are 20 minutes they got it like 70th minute got a goal and i thought all right the crew might just find a way to beat Seattle, and even though they've not had a great season, maybe this can be the turning point moment where they get this win, then they go out next week, hell is real, they get another win, then they start just stacking up wins and get back into the playoffs. They peak at the right time and make a run. Instead, what do they do? Their defense does what it does, and they choke away two goals in the final ten minutes Mm. and give this one right back to Seattle. Brutal. Seattle wins 2-1. Once they gave up the the one 0 lead, so with the way the streak has been. Yeah, it was it was really heartbreaking to lose that one. So after the game, I had a few pops in me. I was you know feeling frisky, feeling dangerous. As another uh, you know Browns player might have said, upon once mm-hmm. upon a time, yeah, like you are known yeah. to be dangerous. Yeah,
4: you see Bone <laughs> walking down a dark alley,
1: known just to be dangerous. Turn around, That's walk right. the other way. <laughs> That's right. I uh, I tweeted, uh, coaches coach. And then I put hashtag Porter out because I reached my end point with Caleb Porter. I said, I'm done. I'm done. I'm frustrated. I'm angry. I tweeted something. Put it out there. Now, upon reflection, a couple days, I'm willing to amend that back to where I had it last week. Oh, which last week was I... Make an amendment. Yeah, I will make an you're amendment. A, you're a little hot. You're yeah, I was a not willing hot. to go there just yet. Sometimes you, you say things... At a moment's time, and then yeah. later on, yeah. sometimes many hours later, or who knows, centuries later, you say, "Maybe we should amend what we said earlier." Anyways, it seems a little extreme. You know, yes. it's <laughs> not like we're, we're the calves where we've got LeBron and
4: we're we're trying to fire somebody right after a you know winning the winning the title, and it's yeah. not working out. So, or, or when we're on the doorstep of winning a title, they won MLS Cup.
1: I know they did. They Won this thing, and here so we are. So here's I am. Porter was the guy to bring it to you. Well, here's the thing am players. I am at yes. a point. I am at a point where, as I said last week, if they do not win, if they do not make the playoffs, fire him. You have to. They have too much talent on this team to not make the playoffs. Yeah, they've and I've, loaded up. Zelleraeon is a star. Yeah, you've got They're a bona fide so star, and, and they won MLS Cup last year. So you know the talent is there. And I've had some people who have said to me, Yeah, but isn't that a bit hasty? Doesn't the guy deserve more time? If you look at Caleb Porter's history in MLS and anywhere he's coached, he tends to get a lot out of his teams early Then they make a big run and and he, yes, and then at some point you have to get back over the hump again. You have to get your guys who now have one, who've tasted it, who've proven it. Now you have to get them to buy into the next level and the next thing and When adversity strikes, like having a bunch of injuries like they've had this year, you've still got to get something out of your players. And right now, I don't think he has a clue how to do that. I don't think he does. And I have my reasons for believing that. I have watched him over the years coaching in MLS. Uh, I have, you know, people around the team that I have, you know, heard things from that I'm not necessarily privy to share. But here's the reality, man. Caleb Porter, I don't know that he has this locker room. I don't think these guys fight for him. It certainly doesn't look like they're no, fighting for something right now. It doesn't
4: right appear now. like it, especially when you have a lead and you're trying to get out of a five-game losing streak and you play like that
1: yeah. down the stretch of a game. But I'll, I'll put it this way. This is the ultimatum, at least for me as a crew fan. If other crew fans want to join, that's great. You have to make the playoffs this year. Do you know what it's going to take for them to make the playoffs this year, by the way, Tim? They probably will need to win every single home game they have left and then do no worse than a tie on the road in all those games. They have 13 games left or so. So they've got to win every home game and then tie on the road. No losses. Like you start, lo- you lose another couple games. It's pretty much the way the pace of the league is going. You're probably not going to be able to catch up unless you just win every game, yeah. which they've shown yeah. no.
4: Possibility of doing. It's kind of shocking to see, like even where they started this season. It was yeah, I mean, it was good, not great. You know, good, they, yeah, not they did great not come great start out of start the season great, not at all. But they were in a favorable spot in the table. Still, yes, yeah, still when playoff you lose spot. Right, six. I mean, it's it's almost unheard of for a team that has this much talent. And I think every club in the MLS will deal with injuries, and when you've had the cup season and the Olympics have been going on. Everyone's dealing with that, right? Yeah. Certain stars, key players being out for whatever reasons. But for the most part, a lot of that Columbus Crew talent has still been there and this has just been gross and a lot of these teams are nothing to write home about. Like you you've had a couple times in this stretch where you say, oh, "Okay, good. Taking on the New York Red Bulls. Time to get right, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Time
1: to get a win." And, and they don't nope. do it. Sorry. Yeah. Uh-uh. Well, and now you've got Friday night hell is real. Cincinnati oh, coming God. to town. They're oh, terrible. Come on. Come They've on. been terrible. They are terrible. You can't lose that. And by the way, the crew got a tie that felt like a win the last time they played because the crew got down in that game and had yeah, to come back yeah. and tie it. That was you cannot, also a brutal
4: performance You have them. to
1: get three points this weekend, so hopefully I'm wrong. By all means, prove me wrong and show me, crew players, that you fight for this guy and that you want this guy as your head coach. Go out there and play like it because they played better this weekend, but it's Good not. thing we got that cup early, right? <laughs> Thank hey God, because I'm, I'm I'm not.
4: I can appreciate the cup. But. No news, to everybody that listens. I'm not the biggest crew guy at the radio station. Right. You are, but my God, I'm glad now. Like hearing your takes about where this thing might be going with Porter. Glad we got that title. Oh, get it done early. I could. I, could I don't do know have that concern with Ryan Day. I could. No. I say, I, oh, right. I would have loved that title early, and then everything else is gravy. I don't think of it in that way. I know we're going to get it, and I think we might get multiple. But yeah, this you're right laying out this picture playoffs are going to be a
1: tough tough thing to do they are Um, I didn't get to my Bengals thing we'll talk about that next should Bengals fans be worried about their number one pick and uh, do the Bengals and Browns both play in the toughest division in football we'll get into that as well coming up next it's Man and Bo with Timmy Hall filling in on the fan
0: fan traffic from the Logan AC and Heath Services
6: Traffic Center Good afternoon, still watching an accident on I-70 westbound after Miller. ODOT crews are on scene trying to get things cleared up, but please be cautious in this area. And an accident with injuries on Morse Road at I-71, please be careful here as well as traffic begins to build. This traffic report is sponsored by Rumpke Waste of Recycling. Rumpke is hiring CDL drivers age 19 and up. Drivers can, drivers can earn $1,000 to $1,300 a week and more than $10,000 in bonuses possible in their first year. Drivers are home daily, receive great benefits, and more than $10,000 in bonuses, Apply now at rumkeycareers.com. Equal opportunity employer. restrictions apply. I'm Leanna Rae with band traffic. Simpletons,
2: nincompoops, ignoramuses. Just a few of the many different words that you can use to describe the hosts of this show. Also, fat.
1: This is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Got yikes coming up. At 434, the segment that's not a segment. We will go around the diamond with Jason Stark in the five o'clock hour. Talk about the Reds back in the wild card spot yeah. as of right now. How do you about, how do you like that? Let's go, great. Red legs. Come on. Timmy Hall, obviously they're in for common man today. So we uh, got a little ranking of the NFL divisions from best to worst. This is from Dan Graziano over at ESPN. Cause you know, we're in the time of year where we're seeing all these teams out on the field. We saw preseason action the last couple nights, that was great. It's fun to see our teams back out there, but we're kind of getting to the point now where the writers are all tr- starting to amass their lists mm-hmm. of best this, right. worst that. Here's our predictions. Here's even, what we think will happen. Even
4: though this week two of the preseason was like no starters.
1: Yeah, <laughs> hardly any starters. Yes, of course. But everybody's still going off of what they think is likely to happen. Yeah, so, we, we know about these teams. We're getting close to it now. Yeah. And the excitement is in the air for the NFL to start. Yeah, so they have listed as the uh, best division in football. They have the NFC West ranked. And the way that he did this was more or less saying that you have, you know, he took each, each team and said, here's if you said they were an average team, that would be a team that's at zero. And so any team that's like a plus one or a plus two, is an okay team, yeah, yeah. a minus one, minus two is a not-so-great team, and then if you have a plus three or greater, then you're talking about super teams, great teams. So he has the NFC West as the best division in football, and I don't really disagree with that. I mean, I think some of that is based on the assumption, like, for example, the Rams he has as one of the you know best teams, right? They're Couple years removed from going to the Super Bowl, you have Matt Stafford now at quarterback. They look at that as a huge upgrade. That depends on if Matt Stafford plays the way most of us think he's capable of. Right? I know. I wholeheartedly agree with this some one. people are some people are very high on him. I'm I'm pretty high on him. Mike, I know, is more like I don't know about it. I think he's not as good as everyone says. That's fine. But anyway, the Rams are based largely off that assumption. You talk about.
4: San Francisco, to me, I think, is one of these complete wildcard teams. When you talk about someone who was at the doorstep of the Super Bowl, all of it really hinged on their quarterback play. And some key guys on defense, like a Nick Bosa, right? Staying healthy. Oh, he had so many injuries last year. Their running game and what Kyle Shanahan seems to be able to make work in with his run fits, they just get fantastic play out of backs that you really don't think much of. Like you imagine them going to other places, you can't think much of them, which is why I think it's such an amazing fit for Trey Sermon to land in San Francisco, yeah. even in a fantasy take. But Rahim Moster, like m- most of us never even heard of that guy, and he was from Big Ten country. He played at Purdue. I don't remember a flipping thing about Rahim Moster. And he's one of the fastest guys in the league and he's incredible when he gets out there. So Sam Fran, you like if if Trey Lance is going to be the guy, because we don't believe in Jimmy long term. Didn't no, you long. know what though, even if but Jimmy- overall quarterback depth in that conf- in that division I think is the strongest top to bottom with a Hall of Famer and Russell Wilson, Stafford you mentioned is there too. Just from a yeah.
1: ranking of quarterbacks or 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 what does your team do if, you know, Trey Lance goes out there for the 49ers or if Jimmy Garoppolo goes out there? I still think either way Jimmy Garoppolo Jimmy's a good is fourth. Not- for a division, yeah, right. But he's if you're not, ranking
4: the division quarterbacks, in he's the league, not an
1: MVP candidate no, or anything like no that. Way. But with the team, as you just stated, how good they are, yeah, he limped him to the Super Bowl doing Jimmy well, G things. Yeah, I'm saying, and he was not that great, but he could just up his game slightly. Mm-hmm. They, so, yeah. so if there was he makes a, a couple more throws, they win the Super Bowl. If there was an injury situation, or if Trey Lance comes in and isn't immediately great then you're still say the Niners are going to be one of the toughest outs in the league. Yeah. So I, I yeah. think that's good. Yeah. And then Seahawks are the Seahawks. They're always going to be tough. You
4: figure they're yeah. going to be tough they, again. They got some issues. But again, if we're talking like quality top to bottom for one division in the league, I think right here, starting 2021, it's undoubtedly the NFC West. So yeah. I agree with what I agree with what the
1: article says yeah. here. Now, as far as the Browns and Bengals go, why did I say, do they play in the toughest division of football? Well, in this article, they say that the AFC North is the second toughest division in football. So, I don't think that's wrong, by the way. I think between the Browns and the Ravens, you have two of the best rosters in the NFL, two great young quarterbacks. It's it, Those two are going to be primetime marquee matchups when you see the Browns and Ravens square off. Anyway, for Browns fans, it's going to be that. That's always going to be circled, but... It is, it is certainly just from a general NFL watching standpoint going to be two of the better games you would think going into the season. Then you throw in there whatever the Steelers are going to be. I don't know if Ben Roethlisberger can stay healthy for an entire season, but obviously if you saw over the weekend, he, he looks healthy. He looks good. That's never been the question for me is not can he have a game or two where he looks amazing? It's can he sustain that into December? That's what you need with them. And that was the problem last yeah, year. Yeah. And the more, the, the more that we're doing this exercise, the more,
4: at least from my point of view, I don't particularly love any singular division. Like, I can't see one of these situations where we're stacked up. Outside of that NFC West, they're the clearly the ones with the strongest chance to take, what, three teams is the max you yeah. can take from one division. I don't see it with the AFC North because I I love the Browns. I really like the Ravens. I mean the Bengals you pretty much you, you got to hate them until they do something right? I mean you've yeah. got to see that Joe Burrow is going to be healthy, you got to have some trust in that offensive line and some more trust in that defense that they can get the stops you need when a game is getting out of hand or the offense is struggling with some three and outs and the Steelers are just sort of they're going in the wrong direction for me. So I I love two teams in the AFC North, but compared to everything else in the AFC, you got the South Tennessee, Houston, Indianapolis, and Jacksonville—like the outside of the Titans—there's some blemishes with all three of those teams. Quarterback issue for sure. With the Texans,
1: yeah. Yeah, If if Houston was not dealing with like everything Deshaun Watson related, they'd still be a bad, still be a bad. But they would be, they'd
4: be a horrible roster. The Colts are like the wild card with yeah Carson Wentz. If he rebounds and is what you hope he can be, yeah. But still, again, the the West—you've got the Raiders and the Broncos, the Chargers, eh, like everything past the Chiefs. There's some stuff to like the East is terrible. Well, and to, and to the go Bills. back to the AFC I, and North, I don't, I'm not buying the Patriots for this
1: year. I can you? still see the Bengals being, I can still see the Bengals being good. And by the way, that whole, you know, there's a lot of concerns about Jamar Chase, you know, obviously the top draft pick coming in and having some drops in the preseason game. Are you concerned about that? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm not concerned about it. I think this is a guy who didn't play last year. And it's going to take a little time to get his hands back where they need to be. It would be better if he was just right out of the gate, superstar level of talent. But I think the talent is still there, and it will come back around. Yeah, well,
4: the talent's got to be there, right? Like you can't do what you did at LSU. You've got the quarterback who you were doing it with as well. I, I'm, I would say you're allowed to be mildly concerned with your number one pick. You, you avoided taking a linchpin offensive tackle so you could continue to stack up the offense. So you invested an awful lot in this so you could get Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, C.J. Uzama back and healthy, and then throw in this new toy, this joystick of Jamar Chase. And he's dropping every single thing that's thrown his way. I'm a little concerned. I think you're allowed to be when you got a guy that's that good and you're throwing easy-to-catch footballs right at his chest and he can't seem to drop it in the practice yesterday. Apparently, a couple of big drops, one right off his hands. that was in the end zone, went to Von Bell for an interception. It's like you said, though. Hopefully, you're just getting it out of your system when the games don't matter as much. I'm going to hope
1: with that. If I were a Bengals fan, I would start really panicking if... Three weeks in, you're still seeing this. Because then it tells me it's it's something more mental. More mental, and, and it's, it's not, tough to shake. Yeah, Right, it's not just, oh, I'm a little rusty, I'll get through this, it'll be fine. So, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll keep an eye on This has happened before,
4: though. Big yeah. time draft picks, they've had issues early in training camp and a couple preseason games. No reason to hit the panic button yet.
1: Yeah, absolutely right. Um, soccer fans went crazy in France this past weekend. Oh. And, Timmy, you saw this and brought it to my mm. attention. And it, it, is, it is a nuts situation if you've House. not heard about it. We'll, we'll talk about it next uh, when we come back. It's Man and Bone. Timmy Hall filling in on the fan.
2: Fan traffic.
0: From the Logan AC and Heath Services Traffic Center.
6: Good afternoon. Still watching an accident on I-70 westbound after Miller. It is taking a little bit to get this one clear. ODOT crews are on scene. Plan on some slowdowns and keep an eye out for those guys on the road. Also going to find some slow traffic on I-70 downtown split eastbound between the 71-315 west split and the 71 east split. This traffic report is sponsored by Batteries Plus Bulbs. At Batteries Plus, they do more than fix phones and tablets. They help their neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online for fast and reliable phone and tablet repair. Learn more at BatteriesPlus.com. Only on Array with fan traffic.
2: Murdering brain cells, one show at a time.
1: Back to Man and Bone. Welcome in. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. Hope your Monday is going well. We'll do yikes coming up four thirty four. This was going to be one of my yikes. Oh, I know. Yeah, so we had it you, on the show sheet. Yeah, you brought it up, and then I realized nope, we're going to actually talk about this. But uh, yeah, there's a story out of France where it's been a while since we've had like a major dust up on the field of like a big soccer game, and by a long time, big I soccer mean soccer brawl. You know? Yeah, well, I mean like, what, like a, month? a few months. Yeah, with, for yeah international, that, that. Yeah. right? Um, but this one's a pretty big deal, so. The French League, Top Flight League, this is where... Big Leon- time soccer, right? Lionel Messi yeah, he's is playing joining Paris Saint-Germain. His team, Paris Saint-Germain. PSG, yeah. they will play these two teams that I'm about to talk about. Nice, nice and Marseille. Nice. Nice. I, I know nice. i know yes <laughs> You're ogg I, I got you You're i good. got you there. i thought for a second Phonet-
4: phonetic bone <laughs> got very offended for a second right after i said paris saint german oh and yeah. you blew right through i it did blow right through to that. be saying nice versus marcelli yes that's what they'd be called if they <laughs> were in ohio <laughs> Yeah, like Versailles
1: and and Roushi. You ever been to Roushi? Roushi or Roushi? It's Roushi. It's It's Russia. Spelled like Russia. Roushi. Roushi. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, absolutely right. Anyway, yeah, Lima, Ohio. Yeah, Lima, Peru. Jose Lima. Right. So Nice and Marseille, or Nice and Marseille. They were playing their game Sunday. They had to abandon this game after fans invaded the field. And a brawl broke out involving players and staff. So the way this went down was in the 75th minute. You had a player, Dimitri Payet, who plays for Marseille. This dude's like a known quantity. This is a big name player. This is the dude, huh? Yeah, he's been in multiple World Cups. Like this guy is this known. a Paul Pogba kind of guy. Not quite to that level. No, but he's but he's he's a known commodity. Would, all right, would he be like a Zardes here? Sure, Good yeah, player. known yeah. commodity. So he's going over the corner to take a corner kick. Uh, his team is up, or I'm sorry, Nice is up one nothing. He plays for Marseille. A bunch of the fans for Nice are right there. It's the supporter section right behind where he's walking over to take the corner kick. Fans start throwing stuff at him, and a bottle hits him in the head. A, of it looks water. like a water bottle. Yeah. yeah, yep. So he picks it back up and fires it right back into the stands, which is not. The most advisable thing to do, no. but I understand why he would he just do got, it. And did he get? I can't really tell from the video evidence. Does he get struck? He does, right? Yeah, he's he, kind of down oh yeah.
4: on the pitch.
1: Yeah. So, well, he picks it back up and throws it back into the stands, and that's when all hell breaks loose. The video then, starts
4: like with the wide angle showing him keeled over.
1: Yes, right. And so then the fans come down after he throws it back into the stadium yep. or into the fan yeah. section. Game had to be halted. Both teams get pulled off the field. And then eventually they delayed it for an hour. They tried to bring the teams back out on the field. And Nice is like, Oh yeah, we can play. This is great. And they don't kick any of the, I mean, they kicked the fans out that were on the field, but there's still a bunch more fans that are still agitated and angry. And they just didn't make it down to the field. Marseille says, no, we're not going to play this game. So the crazy part of this, the reason I bring it up is because then Nice gets the victory. They were up one, nothing. They abandoned the game and just said, well, the team who's in the lead wins this it's not going to have other teams. They're not going to do this necessarily, but I guess that's a way to get a win for your team, right? Is if you just provoke a big fan incited brawl and your team's in the lead, they're I just give you the win. I don't think that yeah. should happen. I don't think they should give the win to Nice slash Nice. This is just so
4: eerie in that I just watched the Malice at the Palace Netflix documentary. Oh right, yeah. I highly recommend I haven't watched it. it yet. I highly recommend it because it was a it was a shorty as far as docs go. I don't even think it was an hour, like 50
1: some minutes. And I, I actually like that. It's give me a 55 minute documentary. I, I think that's great.
4: This does not even close get to that level of the malice at the palace where you have the tight angles, you've got on court cameras that are catching things, wild things, right as they're about to happen. Like the uh, idiot Pistons fan, who I don't know if some of the Pacers thought that was a player on the end of the bench for a while. No, just a fan that just walk the, the famous fan that just walks onto the court five minutes into this melee and just wants to go with Ron Artest you mess with my fans in Detroit like I'm sticking up for him. I don't understand. And Jermaine O'Neal slides in with one of the cleanest sports punches you have ever seen. And several of the players in the docks say if Jermaine caught him good because he's sliding as he goes into him, they thought he would have killed that guy oh, Like if yeah. he really got him. And he got him good. And just that guy's on the dock 17 years later, and he's everything that you would want and hope for him to be with no maturation process at all for a guy in his 40s. Happy to have done it, proud to have done it, was calling Jermaine O'Neal names about how he was sucker punch. It's like, dude, you You're not sucker went punched. onto no. the court and sized up Ron Artest and said, let's fight. Please, kick my ass right now. That's what you said to Ron Artest, and Jermaine O'Neal gave it to you.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you Just what. Just what you wanted. I'll tell you what. If you think that was a sucker punch, then let's line it back up and let's get Jermaine O'Neal and you in an octagon, and then get Judge Mills Lane or somebody, maybe right? rest in peace, and let's get it on, and let's let's have it straight up, let's see how you do. And the
4: Pacers got that win, because that was only like 50 seconds left. That's they true. They are hammering right. them, yeah, right. and Ron Artest had to foul Ben Wallace in a very, very hard manner, like yeah, he does. Yeah, and it ended up in a yeah. big thing. Based on how yeah. the game was getting testy, because the Pistons were the Pistons, and still holding up that bad boy mentality. There was no, like, hard punches. I read about some vicious punches being thrown when you have a big brawl like this, but it's a lot of, you know, wide angle views and it's it plays more I mean the uh, clearly we live in the states so the Pistons Pacers brawl that's yeah, going to But this is go this is reminiscent being more infamous, but it's reminiscent, of that. reminiscent it's, it's of that. It's like
1: that where the fans and how it's did it wild start? to see. You throw stuff Throwing at the players. Don't throw onto stuff onto the, the players. That's yeah. why all that stuff that was happening this winter and spring like don't throw stuff at players because he didn't it can run go poorly up. he didn't run up there no no like they our came down did. On, they yeah. came down into the field <laughs> They came yeah. down and got it all started you really it's can't prevent that bad news don't do it don't throw stuff at anybody but especially not at players at sporting events it's just bad uh, urban meyer apparently thinks we're all stupid i'll explain next <laughs> it's man and bow with timmy hall filling in on the fan fan traffic from the
0: logan ac and heat services traffic center
6: Good afternoon, you'll find that earlier accident on I-70 westbound after Miller Avenue. That accident has cleared, all lanes have reopened, but plan on some residual slowdowns in the meantime. And you'll also find some slow traffic on 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. This traffic report is sponsored by Molina Healthcare. For the health coverage you need close to home, lean on Molina Healthcare. With a Medicaid plan from Molina, you get transportation to medical appointments, Amazon Prime for three months, a 24 hour nurse advice line, and more all at no cost. Get the most premier health plan. Visit leanonmolina.com for details. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic.
2: Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. This is Common
1: Man and T Bone. Welcome in. Hope you're having a good Monday. Timmy Hall, fill it in for Common Man today. Segment that's not a segment. Yikes! It's coming up.
6: You know,
1: I did something for you you yesterday. What'd you do for me? (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Extra extra yikes. I'm good. That's what I did.
4: I tuned in to the... What's it? The Fire Keepers 400. Care 400. Oh. What's, it, what's it called? Fire Keepers Casino
1: 400. Fire I think. Keepers yeah. Casino 400. That is the NASCAR race in Michigan, which was which, yesterday. Which
4: I do remember before I tell you how I watched the last 15 minutes and it was kind of an exciting ra- race in the Ohio guy, Ryan Blaney one. So that was awesome. An mm-hmm. Ohio guy doing some damage in Michigan. Yep. As I tweeted, like another Ryan is prepared to do again and again and again and again <laughs> for the hey, rest yes. of his days.
1: I like that.
5: But that that was the
4: race that used to always be around father's day. Right. Cause I also, I kind of remember yeah. seeing that around the U S
1: open for golf. Yeah. They, June. Uh, they, usually, in June. they usually have two races. Michigan does. And so, I don't remember I don't I'm trying to remember if they went there earlier this year or not. I right. think
4: there's a lot of tracks now that do
1: Yeah, races I think, I think parts they did. The year, I right? think they did, right. Like Kansas Speedway has a second race now, right? Um they used to. I don't remember the NASCAR schedule off my head, sadly. I wish I did. You too much that's beneath you're too no, much no. into the
4: grassroots racing <laughs> no, now.
1: No. It's dirt tracks only, bone. No, I just didn't have the whole schedule memorized, but yeah, you're right. A lot of these tracks have one or two dates, but Michigan they usually have a second race in August. Ryan Blaney won it. That was a crazy finish. Did you, finish. did you enjoy I did. watching it? Okay. I,
4: at, I think that was perfect for me, for what my tastes are. Just I got the five last or ten laps. eight laps. Yeah, okay, eight yeah. laps. And it was and crazy. It was somebody, a little shootout. Somebody, it, I didn't see if the car spun out. The gearheads were like, oh, yeah, that was Joey Longano. He was down on the bottom of the track. There, Somebody <laughs> was like underneath the white line, and I was just concerned because every nascar fan that i check in with because i rarely if ever watch the sport but throwing the cautions late in the game like that yeah. takes away from it And i can understand that from a fan's point of view i was just hoping and hoping there were like three laps to go please don't throw out the caution and they didn't which i think was the right call That's it was good. out of play there was nothing no wrecks that were imminent there and they let it go and that was that was exciting yeah, yeah. blaney just seemed to Have the car and was pedaled to the metal and kept the lead and that was a great finish. Almost got him coming out out of turn four. It's close, right at the at the line.
1: Will he be William Byron? Almost got Byron. Yeah, Yeah. driving the old Jeff Gordon car, the twenty four car with the 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 beautiful twenty four. Is that the Dupont? Well, now it's Exalta. Exalta is Exalta because there's been corporate. I don't know overtaking of different companies. So now it's Exalta is the company. Is Dupont
4: still? There I no don't more. know. Is that just. I think they
1: just... Yeah, like, I don't know. There's something to do with Exalta. But yeah, it's the same sponsor. What did anyway. DuPont do? Everything. Right? I Everything. Think they're like one of those... It's Textiles? Like, remember BASF, the commercials? <laughs> we're in a lot <laughs> of... We, we're, not, we're not... We don't make the products you buy. We don't make the buy. products you buy. We make a lot of the products you buy better. better. I still don't know BASF. what BASF... I still... All these years... It was like a snowboarder and it was like a camera and there were a couple other things in those commercials. I just
4: feel like a BASF commercial would just have like the sun shining yes. and birds chirping and a soft like a BASF.
1: We, we blah, care blah, blah, about Yeah, people. we care about people. Right. It was very generic. It was. We consider ourselves. It would be like you be and me breaking down. You and me breaking down a sport we have not, like field hockey. Just talking like, well, you know, they're doing their best. They're really great. I would say of all the teams, they're playing as good as we've seen this year. Like just generic things that sound kind of like a real thing. We, we that's often what, that's what it's that's what the BASF commercials were. We often joke about bsing our way. It's like mm-hmm. when you
4: got the blue book essay answers, how some people are able to just get the points they need. Back yep. when we used to take yep. tests. No multiple choice. Give me that blue book, that long essay, so I can really just BS my way through it. We joke about <laughs> what sports like we would do that for. And I've done it. Like we've, we've had ideas about doing little bits or whatever for me doing soccer for you or whatever, yeah, just right, going right. over these names. I don't think I could do it for field hockey by a bit. I might not know a single thing well, give, about field you hockey. Well, you give me
1: a couple names Other than and a that, team you and a goals. coach. And I, well, here's what I would say, but though. But do
4: you say that you hit it? Is it, the, is it called a ball? Is it called a stick? I don't know any of the lingo, <laughs> the terminology, I, other than you probably
1: score <laughs> goals. They could be just called scores, though. That's true. I don't know. But here's what I would say. You start off talking, though, about, like, well, that coach, if he gets his players to buy in, they're going to be fantastic this year. They just have to stay focused. Yes. Don't yes. get too caught up in all it's these t- other it's things. It's a team game. It's team game. You know, yes, you got to have some
4: strong leadership. You, you're going to rely on your your juniors and seniors to carry the team. And you know when it's when it's conference schedule, that's when it gets it kicks
1: up a notch. It does kick up a notch. Yeah. And their best player is. And
4: de- I mean, you're nothing without your defense, right? I'm
1: just going to make up a name, Jackie Sampson. There you go. Samson's a, a heck of a player. She's tremendous. But I, I like Jackson though. Jackson's great too. Really come on this year. Such a such an underrated then, player. I'm glad you brought her up because she's then tremendous. Then there's Millie Smith. Billy Smith is uh, she's coming into the uh, to the Michigan
4: game with twelve goals and six assists. That's right. That's, that's a, a big, fantastic a big season. Player. I mean, she only had
1: eight last year. So we just did the BASF of sports. <laughs> there that's we, right. There we did. There I go. need to
4: get on this again. Like another Buckeye sport, I need to explore more. Yeah, give some. I, more I, I would go, love go to too. field hockey. Go this is Buckeye against, against nothing against Let's field hockey. Nothing
1: against field hockey. I just haven't no. been and watched it. I would go watch I, a field hockey game tomorrow. I, I have no problem.
4: Every sport. Yeah. I have no disrespect to any sport. I might not pay attention to all of it, but I respect all games that anybody
1: puts heart and soul into. I agree. I'm glad that we did it after explaining what we joke about doing, and then we just did it. That was good. That's fantastic. We got <laughs> over our we got over our fear of doing it in real time. We just That's did right. it. That's right. Yeah. There you go. So, Urban's got to get over his fear of naming a starter, I guess is where we have to go here, because the, the quote that came out a couple days ago was... Urban says quarterback competition remains open. Was asked about if Trevor Lawrence is the guy. And he said, quote, if he wins it, which hasn't happened yet. What urban listen, we talked in the first hour about Ryan day, right? Where you've got multiple quarterbacks. You've got to kind of, yeah. even though you name CJ Stroud, the starter, everyone's got to feel good about their chances that they are right there because, No one's signing any contracts to play for you. I mean, they have their scholarship deals, but I'm saying, you know, and you've got name, image, and likeness, but I'm saying you have next year, a player can transfer out, decide they want to go play elsewhere. Kyle McCord may not be here next year if he doesn't feel like he's got an opportunity to play. So a a college coach has to keep everyone feeling engaged and involved. Right, right. When you get into the pro ranks and you draft the number one overall player in the draft that everyone said is the savior of the franchise... I think it's a bit laughable or maybe you just don't think anybody is smart enough to pick up on it. Like, I don't know what this is. Trevor Lawrence is going to be the starting quarterback in Jacksonville. I don't understand why it wouldn't happen week one, because I don't know what your alternative is. There's Gardner Minshew going to be the guy Minshew for a second was the hottest guy in football. Wasn't he? He he was going to be the next
4: great quarterback blew up for a hot, some of those flash in the pan QBs here of the past are interesting to look at. I, I, It's just how much college urban is going to remain with him as he keeps going on again. Like, I don't know if this is going to matter in the long run because we know, I know, you know, Trevor Lawrence is going to be their quarterback. He took the job because he had a chance to get (laughs) Trevor Lawrence. (laughs) Everybody's got to remember that. Yeah. He's not taking this gig. He wants nothing to do with this opportunity to put your football legacy on the line, He's a calculated man, you know? He's not going to go somewhere where he doesn't see a path to success. And it's got to be a relatively quick path. And I even think Urban understood. He's too smart, right, to know that even with Trevor Lawrence, this could be a losing season. Mm-hmm. And that could hurt you. That could be painful because, shoot, has he ever had it? No, he's never had it. No. Even when his first year is Head coach at Bowling Green. Yeah, I don't think there was no losing losing season. season. No, yeah. I mean, it's been a a long time. Legendary win percentage as a college football head coach. And that's saying something for the jobs he took over and where he went.
1: Yeah. There's no trying to slow play this. There's no, like, I get it. The idea is, well, everybody needs to win their job. Except when you draft a guy number one overall. Like, uh, yes, if Trevor Trevor Lawrence was showing up, how about this too? Yeah. If Trevor Lawrence was showing up and then, like, Oh, football? Yeah. I mean, I don't really study these playbooks because I know I'm the guy. It's all up here, mm-hmm. coach. Like, yeah. if he just came in, thought he was the greatest, didn't listen to any instruction, wasn't trying to get better, has anything about Trevor Lawrence really struck you that no, way? No, he did have the one magazine article, which I'm not
6: reading but too much into. that's a Because other
4: athletes have done it. Well, I'm more than a football player, you know, and I care he about is. other things. He is. And I'm fine with that. Some, some fans will be like, oh, how could you do that? It should be... Football, 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 and only that. Trevor Lawrence has not acted like a pinhead by no, any no, no. stretch. I, since I don't he came get the in vibe. Here. He's Even the guy that-, that you want for the job. I'm not so concerned about a couple of lines that Urban delivers in a press conference that make us say, "Oh, that's College Urban again." As much as I do what what he does, well, what sure. are, what do and your assume, actions
1: wind up being? I assume he's getting all the. You going to Matt refs. Nagy
4: this thing when you know Justin Fields just continues to look? outstanding and i know it's preseason football and you got to weigh these things but
1: yeah like we'd be lying if we weren't weirded out by some things let me ask you that urban has been in the news do you think there's anything trevor lawrence could do performance wise now i'm not saying you know like i said behind the scenes he's just not doing the work they're asking him to or anything like that but we've heard nothing like that yeah assuming he goes out there but let's say uh, I don't know third preseason game if he were to get out there throw two picks. Yeah, like yeah. they're not really you think look, They're gonna bench him? Off. you think they're not gonna start him the first week. I would find that shocking. I like, don't he's think so. gonna be the yeah. starter. I don't think there's any question about that it's, well, it's there shouldn't be anyway
4: No, we've there's been nothing that would lead us to believe that they even want to keep going with Gardner Minshew Like you know that you're not getting anything out of him you know that you're not really a team that's going to be playing for much, despite what Urban says in the media, where he thinks, you know, we're going into a season to win a Super Bowl and all that. Wh- whatever. That's just, that's the winner's mentality <laughs> well, that you're going to keep Everybody's got to have that mentality. You're going to have to deal sure. with that down there if you're in Jacksonville, if you're in Duval. But
1: no, we've no reason to believe that it's going to be anything other than Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Whatever he says. I know. It's just, it's weird that that's what's happening. And um, by the way, you mentioned Matt Nagy. We'll talk about that situation next because Justin Fields is kind of in a weird situation and he's trying to be a good teammate, but his coach is putting him in a bad situation. We'll we'll talk about it all next. It's Man and Bone, Timmy Hall filling in on the fan.
0: Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heath Services Traffic Center.
6: Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier accident on I 70 westbound after Miller Avenue. That accident has cleared. All lanes have reopened, but plan on some residual slowdowns in the meantime. And you'll also find some slow traffic on 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. This traffic report is sponsored by Molina Healthcare. For the health coverage you need close to home, lean on Molina Healthcare. With a Medicaid plan from Molina, you get transportation to medical appointments, Amazon Prime for three months, a 24 hour nurse advice line, and more all at no cost. Get the most from your health plan. Visit leanonmolina.com for details. I'm on Ray with Fan Traffic.
2: The radio home of inside jokes that may or may not become stickers for your car. This is Common Man and T-Bone.
1: Welcome in. Man is off today. Timmy Hall filling in for him. Panama Ted also off. Bodie is in for him. We've got Yikes coming up. Bottom of the hour. By the way, I heard last week Mike was uh, once again... Ripping everyone who takes vacation in the summer around here because that's like his pet peeve. He gets very annoyed with that because summertime is angry at anyone who takes vacation. Yeah. Well,
4: that's it's <laughs> funny though.
1: I, <laughs> yeah, like I know it. he was giving me crap last week because I took a week off and it's then what we do. He also takes a week off in the summer, but that's fine. I, I, it's the must be nice movement. It is. at right. the fan. Yeah. Coming
4: I, soon to a t-shirt near you. I hope so. It should. I've been saying it for months now. Yeah want the must be nice t-shirt. I don't know which show should
1: get it first. I don't know who
4: really you know started the You don't need, to have, you don't need to have a, a show. Make it a fan t-shirt. Just
1: have it out there for yeah. people to buy. Just must have, be let's nice. Do it. Yeah, just have a shirt that says must be nice. Must be nice. You don't have to do anything else to it and it would it, a lot of people would would be one of our that. top sellers. Yep. On the website, Of course. And you could just I would wear that and then go to like I right don't know. To your doorstep. A really nice soon. I'd go to a really nice like golf club and just walk around and be like, "Oh, must be nice." And they're like, sir, you can't wear that shirt. And he would be like, oh, really? Is that because everybody dresses nice here? Must be nice. <laughs> must be nice. Well, we can make it in a golf shirt, too. <laughs> For a true, polo. A true yes. must be nice. A must be nice crowd. polo. Yeah. You get a little, <laughs> right. a little crest around it that says MBN. Just N-B-N. must N-B-N. be nice. MBN. If that's you know, I, you know. That's what I
4: said to our guy. Uh, oh, I don't want to. I'm, I'm going to butcher his name now because I don't have his Twitter account in front of me. Is it Zoron? Oh, Zoron, yeah. Yeah, Zoron, a fantastic listener here. He's always communicating with our guys on social media. And I put out my tweet, my sick and tired of the summer weather tweet this weekend. Yes. That was what you were asking me what I was doing this weekend, commiserating about the 90 degree heat and how we're going to see low 90s as far as the eye can see. Like, there's nothing to look oh, forward to. Oh, I'm probably through Labor Day. This week, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I'm done with it. And I said, I want high 50s, high 50s. Needs to get here right now, partly cloudy, hoodie and sweatpants weather. And Zoran tweeted back, sitting in his pool... With his drink, <laughs> he gave me like the four banger of pictures. Yeah, Just seeing, oh yeah. here's me with the beer. Here's me with all. He makes like seven entrees a night. I love it. What's this guy doing?
1: Zoran this is has. Incredible. He always has a good food spread. He always has nice alcohol. Must and has be the pool. nice. Must be nice. But You're the right. The pool is the king of the must be nice. But here's the thing. Wow. Zoran Zoran works hard for his must be nice. I'm right? sure he right? does. You, know what I'm saying? you like, don't have a pool and not work hard. Well, but I'm even meaning like. You you work hard, play hard. Where he gets home and then is like, all right, now he it's time to hard. now it's time to do his a seven off. course meal. He's yeah. cooking, he's doing. <laughs> right, I mean, that's right. I get home and I'm like, let's order a pizza. He's like, let me get out all my ingredients <laughs> and let's let me take go four make, hours. Yes, yeah. let me go make a huge spread <laughs> to have for the game tonight. I admire it. It's so it's awesome. He must go to work at five a.m. so he can get off at like two. Does whatever he so can do. Cook all day. All I know is he it's was like tw- every day. He was tweeting pictures of you from his pool. So yeah. he said, he's no, he's like, no,
4: it. no. I don't need that weather change yet. Cause <laughs> look at me here.
1: Like, Oh wow. Yeah. That's a power move. My guy. So yeah, great good stuff. Uh, so Justin Fields, also my guy, not yet Matt Nagy's guy. I don't know. Well, I do know what the situation is there. Matt Nagy's stupid, but uh, he's putting Justin Fields in a bad situation because of course, Justin Fields is, you know, shown so far that he can do some pretty good things on the field. Looks like a, a player that. Is everything we thought he was going to be, at least a lot of Ohio State fans thought he would be, maybe some doubted around the league, I think he's off. He's going to have a great career, but Andy Dalton so far is still going to be the guy, and Matt Nagy's not wavered on that, so fans were chanting during the preseason game while Dalton was still on the field with the starting offense. They were chanting for Justin Fields, yeah, and Beamer was chanting at home. Yeah, that's right. Beamer adding into the course had his shirt off. Yeah,
4: his shirt off, lubed up, ready for Justin Fields. Absolutely, yeah, bring him to me. So Justin
1: Fields was asked about this after the game, and he said, "I noticed it. Of course, the fans are awesome, but they also have to realize Andy's a human being too. Andy's out there on the field right now, so I really think it's kind of disrespectful to Andy them cheering my name like that. They have to trust in coach to make sure he's making the right decisions and cheer Andy on." That's not helping Andy play better. They're them cheering my name. That's not doing that. So I would say my advice to them would be just cheer for who's out there playing on the field. How about that hit he took, by the way? He did take a big hit. Oh, my God. Yeah. But you know what? Bounced right back up was good to go. Because that's another thing, too, with Justin Fields that people around the league are about to find out. That guy has bounced up from some pretty gnarly shots in his career. And then thrown darts. Yeah, in the Clemson game, the Michi- he started get Michigan, Michigan two game. years ago. Yeah,
4: God, he comes back in and just throws a dart for a touchdown. I so, thought
1: his I thought his season was over the way he got hit and rolled up. And I oh. thought, oh, he's well, that's it for that. I thought his season was over when he got he, hit
4: by uh, what's the what's the linebacker's name? For oh, Clemson. for Clemson, did get thrown yeah. out of the
1: game. I forget. Yeah, but I know who you're talking. About. He was there for 80 years. Yeah, Bodie like, knows it. Skulski Skalsky. Skalsky. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, right. that's it. So, but but here's the thing. Matt Nagy, don't make your guy go out there and defend your dumb decisions because the fans all know how stupid this is. Everyone knows how stupid it is. Why are we doing this? Just name Justin Fields the starter. Don't put Andy Dalton through it for crying out loud. Andy Dalton knows he's not the guy. He's got, I'm sure he wants to be the guy. I'm sure he'd like to think he has a chance, but he doesn't. It doesn't matter what he does, but you're going to have him go out there and prove to everyone how awful he is so Justin Fields can then jump on. I I don't know what we're doing here. It makes no sense to me.
4: The thing that I keep going back to is clearly Nagy, who is not a great head football coach. He has proven that time and time again. Bears fans know it. You and I know it. He's not long for the job. So I'm not so, I'm not so much concerned about Nagy screwing him up because I really do believe that he's going to be out of there. Even, even if Fields gets on the field here this year and starts to prove what he can do. I still think ownership is going to see right through it and see that it, his growth is going to be stunted as long as they have Matt Nagy. And you're going to say, well, we've got our amazing QB. We didn't even have to trade up or do anything or move mountains around to get him. We got him at 11. It's a great value. Let's now go get some value in a head coach and get rid of Nagy. But he, he did this in Kansas City. Everyone knows that. That he had Alex Smith when Patrick Mahomes. But just because something worked out in one place doesn't mean four or five years later it's the correct decision you have aging andy dalton over alex smith who was pretty much in the prime even though he was a little bit longer in the tooth he was a late bloomer and smith was in the prime of his career he was having his best seasons as a pro with the Kansas City Chiefs. And don't forget, Al- had, Alex
1: Smith at one point in his career was a quarterback of a team and listen, that got to a Super Bowl. You had a guy who I could trust out there named Andy Reid was in charge <laughs> of everything.
4: When Matt Nagy yeah. is in charge, it's not so good.
1: No. Reid, I don't know if he would counsel the same move here. No, I don't think... It's it's a different situation. I, I think this is... It's short-sighted by Matt Nagy. It's stupid... And the argument that I've heard to some people say, oh, well, you know, they've got a couple tough matchups in week one, right? Because on the week one, I want to say they play the Rams, right? So it's, you know, the argument is all oh, Aaron Donald will be out there. Like, oh, okay. We're going to hide Justin Fields from all the NFL players now. Like I, <laughs> they play the Browns in week three. You're going to hide him from Miles Garrett. Like you're going to hide him from everybody. What are you doing that at some point you play the guy who you drafted, you know, pretty high. Because you think he can play. And yeah, he's going to take some shots. He's going to have to get up from those and make throws. That's the NFL. That's how it works. Tom Brady has to do that. Everybody has to do it. So it's just... I never bought that argument. I don't like that argument. Does anyone really think, no matter what they do
4: here, that he's going to bench Justin Fields for the whole season? Oh, no. Does anyone think that that's going to be sustainable? No way. So at what point then do you say we're more about winning football games then our quarterback learning a few extra things by watching Andy Dalton. You're always going to be able to learn a little bit more about the game as a new guy when you can have the headset on, watch closely, talk with Andy over things that he did. And I, also, I don't even know, how much is Andy going to be able to do that when he's in the thick of a game? Yeah, It won't I be know. his job to then counsel Justin Fields It'd Field be much better it. if it was the other it's, way around. It's, it's yeah. just about, to me... When we have a situation where we all know that Fields is going to play sometime this year anyway, if he's that much better than Andy Dalton and everybody knows it, he should be the guy at the start of the season. It's more about winning games and doing something while
1: the Chicago Bears still have some of these talented guys on defense before they get too old. The segment that's not a segment. Yikes is coming up next. It's Man and Bone with Timmy Hall filling in on the fan.
0: Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heath Services Traffic
6: Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident blocking the two left lanes of I-70 downtown split eastbound at U.S. 23. Traffic is stop and go from the 71-315 west split in this area. Plan about a 10-minute slowdown. Traffic is bumper to bumper and building. And an accident also causing slowdowns on I-71 northbound at 670 with police on scene. This traffic report is sponsored by Molina Healthcare. For the health coverage you need, close to home, lean on Molina Healthcare. With a Medicaid plan from Melina. You get transportation to medical appointments, Amazon Prime for three months, a 24-hour nurse advice line, and more, all at no cost. Get the most from your health plan. Visit LenaMolina.com for the details. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
2: Happy to be wrong, which is good. Because they're always wrong. This is Man and Bone.
1: Welcome in. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. Segment that's not a segment. Yikes! Is coming up in just a moment. But first, let me tell you, it's that time of year again. You can save big money on water tri- uh, water treatment equipment from Connecticut. They're having their annual open house savings event this Thursday through Saturday at their store in Canal Winchester. You'll get the best prices of the year and have some fun with the great folks at Connecticut. You can stop up on Water Softener Salt. Four bags, get one free. 25% off all the filters and accessories you need. Plus, this is the part that I think is the best. If you've been hearing me talk about Kinetico, oh, I have it in my house, how I love my K5 drinking water station, that is the magic system that makes all the water bottles disappear because I don't have to buy water bottles anymore. If you want that in your house, you can get tremendous deals on this equipment at this big event, the Open House Savings Event at Connecticut. It is this weekend, Thursday through Saturday, at their store in Canal Winchester. Plus, you can win tons of prizes when you're there. Editor to win an Amazon Echo 8. They're going to have stuff from the Blue Jackets, so check it all out. KineticoColumbus.com for full details and event hours. Timmy, you ready to go? I'm ready, man. Let's do it. Let's get into some yikes. Uh, my first yikes... It's going to go to the 24 Hours of Le Mans. Le Mans? That is the sports car race they do in France. Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. It's, Great flick. That movie is based on the 24 Hours it of Le Mans. It certainly is. Well, they had the latest running of it this year, and it was a fu- fantastic race. But at the very end, they have a tradition. Uh, the race director comes out, out there right? and yeah. is on the track, not like in a little thing above the track. No, He's like, standing on there. the track yeah. <laughs> with a giant checkered flag and he waves it as the winner comes by. Now, usually this is ceremonial. I mean, it is the end of the race, but it's 24-hour race. Usually the winner is ahead by a couple of laps. And you're not like blazing no 200 miles no.
4: per hour no. going over the f- past the finish line. First and second place yeah. were
1: actually Toyotas, and they pulled into the pits a few laps ahead of so the they could end. They do it together. So they could get on the same kind yeah. of pace and then go out together. The second place car was like three laps down. Anyway, as this was happening, a couple other cars suddenly made a bolt for the finish line because it turned out one of the other cars in one of the classes their car died. The leader of one of these classes died on the last lap. The car did. unreal. So the wow. second and third place guys that's were pretty close. So, that's, and suddenly they're sucks. not battling for second and third place. They're battling for the win. So they start flying up the track as everyone else is slowing down. The race director is standing out there with the flag. And one of these cars came about two feet away from hitting Patrick Morriso, who was the race director... He had a brown suit on, and as Deadpool would say, thank goodness, because that's the one you need for what happened with him. Yikes.
4: Thank you, buddy. Big yikes right there. So with football coming back and fans in the stands, and most at full capacity right now, right? Most places, that means a return to fighting in the stands. Mm -hmm. Yikes. Like in Pittsburgh, local police say they're launching an investigation now into an incident that took place at the Steelers-Lions game. They're working with Heinz Field Security. Police were even asking the public for more info they might have, and video catches everything. It started with a woman and a man arguing, with the woman heard yelling, shut up and get the blank out. Yikes. She appeared to make contact while yelling at this guy, which upset the man. She then delivered a slap, like right to the face. Mm. And so it was a complete yikes. This dude proceeded to completely knock out another man who stepped in sort of with this woman, and he delivered what appeared to be a vicious punch back to the woman as well while he was just sort of throwing haymakers all out. Ugly. Yikes. As bad as the fight at the Rams game the week earlier, some fans' behavior
5: when they go to sporting events. Yikes. I don't get it. Bodie? My first yikes is going to go to the Oakland Raiders, or I guess I should say now the Las Vegas, Vegas Raiders, although technically when they made the Cleo Mack trade, they were still Oakland, so I guess that kind of counts. I was reading on The Athletic earlier uh, before we started the show here. I guess apparently Gruden and the Raiders reached out to the Bears this offseason to see if they would be interested in trading Cleo Mack, the Bears. They had to shed nice. some salary this year, this offseason. They got rid of uh, Kyle Fuller. they top cornerback amongst a handful of other players. And that's as embarrassing. we, are, yeah, that's just like <laughs> it dude, is come pathetic. On, Gruden. three years come after on. trading a guy that everybody said you probably shouldn't trade this guy because he's one of the best pass rushers in the league. And honestly, just one of the best players in the league, regardless of position. And as we know in the NFL, it's all about basically either. Being the quarterback or getting after the quarterback on defense—it's pretty much like the most two uh, most important positions there. Just a huge yikes from the Raiders to trade the guy, and then three years later, after giving him away, as they're three years—well, in- I'm not sure how many years they're into the uh, Gruden deal, but just, he's going into year four. Okay, yeah. so yeah, just a yikes for he's- Gruden, a yikes for the Raiders, just just all around, just yikes. It's just not a great situation. There. No, not good at all. My uh, second
1: yikes goes to Shikari Richardson. So. Mm. Hundred meter race that was uh at the Prefontaine Classic in Eugene, Oregon. It Steve. featured Yeah, right, in his honor. It was it featured the three Jamaican women who swept the women's one hundred meters in Tokyo. Uh so turns out they're pretty good. Elaine Thompson herah she won the event. Shelly Ann Fraser Price was second, and Sharika Jackson was third. Where did Shakari Richardson finish? Well, in the nine woman heat, she finished ninth. Uh so I'm on her side. I wish her well. It sucks that she had the positive marijuana test and missed the Olympics. But she she had some nice words afterwards. She said, I'm not upset at all. Not myself. Yeah. I'm not done. Talk all the blank you want because I'm here to stay. I'm not done. So good for her. Keep the attitude there. But it just uh, wasn't good enough. So just for that performance on Saturday, I'm going to say yikes. All
4: right. So did you guys see this tweet from a Logan Booker this weekend? A blue check mark guy This made the rounds. He's the co-host of the morning show on 960 The Ref in Athens. Yikes. That's officially the first sports radio station I've ever heard called The Ref. He said (laughs) in the tweet, Since second-guessing a coach's quarterback decision is back in the news cycle, let's not forget perhaps the dumbest decision in the history of college football. And it's a picture of Joe Burrow. Yikes. I mean, you could possibly play revisionist historian and think Burrow would have done amazing things that he stayed at Ohio State. And if you point to his second year at LSU being one of the best ever, yeah, that's fine. But Dwayne had 50 touchdowns and eight picks and almost 5,000 yards in 2018. Burrow had 16 touchdowns and five picks that season. To call going with Dwayne one of the dumbest decisions in the history of the sport, yikes. And that's a Georgia guy. They let Justin
5: Fields transfer up here to Columbus. Yeah, uh, Bodie. Uh, the Buckeyes really struggled too with those two quarterbacks. What they go thirteen and one both those seasons, right? <laughs> it was Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas. I don't know how. Didn't get the natty. That's all. My yeah. second yikes is actually going to go to myself. So I'll be the first to admit, as much as I love the Cowboys, they have invested so many resources resources into the linebacker position over the last few years, and then they did it again in the past draft in this past uh, April. NFL draft when they took Micah Parsons. He sat out last year at Penn State. Wasn't really sure, like, is this really the guy? Like, we're gonna invest another top half of the first round pick into a linebacker i gotta admit i've been pretty wrong on this one he has been awesome i know it's just preseason so i'm not you know expecting him to go to the hall of fame or anything here but he's been really good in the preseason all the training camp reports and stuff i read he's been really good so apparently i should stick to being just a radio producer i'm not going to be an nfl scout so nonetheless i'm okay with that but maybe a little (sighs) bit of a yikes for myself because i was just off on that one so far
1: that's okay. It happens. Uh, my third yikes is uh, the story from Alabama. Just everything about it. Alabama man was shot by his wife's boyfriend who was secretly living in the couple's home. Wow. According to officials. Wow. Mobile County Sheriff's Office said the wife told her husband that an intruder was in their house Sunday night. He armed himself with a gun. Man, both men shot at each other and then both went to the hospital. Well, later it turns out the sheriff's office said that Michael Amaker, the wife's boyfriend for over a year, had been living at the house shortly before the shooting. Anyway, That's they said amazing. they found they they found like a room where he was just basically holed up, and the husband had no idea. So he thought it was a home intruder. It was actually like, "Hey, I'm cheating on you," and also this guy's been living here, and also now you've been shot. All around, yikes. <laughs> must be nice to have a house that big to <laughs> just get lost in.
4: Which of the five levels? Which of the five levels split is he living in? Uh, the Cubs suck. The Orioles suck. Oh my goodness. Have you seen these guys? Yikes. Start with the O's as. Uh, these guys will tell you one of my five teams out there. The O's have lost 18 straight with the Braves 3-1 win. Yikes. That's the longest skid in the majors since the Royals lost 19 in a row in 05. Yikes. And it's not even a franchise record. The O's started 0-21 in 1988. Yikes. That's an AL record. The O's have been outscored by 102 in the stretch. They've lost by at least seven, seven times. Oh, and Reds fans who hate the Cubs, the Cubs have lost 13 straight at Wrigley with the 9-1
5: loss to KC. Yikes. That's a franchise record my third and final yikes i'll be quick here because we're up against it this milk crate challenge thing what on earth are oh, we doing here people i, I people don't know trying to walk across <laughs> these if you haven't seen it which i don't know i don't know if you're kind of living under a rock it or looks one. like
1: they've stacked up a bunch of it's yep, like a pyramid milk crates, of milk yeah.
5: crates and it's like you step on one then you sticker go to sticker brad three, is coming down the, here now right bone <laughs> get, get us the to video a ready yeah. and it, <laughs> let's and go every time literally every single one i've seen people end up falling because it's just milk crates they're not like it's like I don't they're even know. Of, but they're not sturdy. At stack them up seven or seven, eight, eight yeah, high, and they're not meant that. To- hold like 150 meant to 100 Walk on people and so people just fall i cannot believe somebody hasn't like broken their neck or something doing this well they will yeah. it is terrifying to watch it they probably have a huge yikes <laughs> anybody who's at. doing this milk crate challenge just stop it it's just, just it's get just, away from it yeah, it's so move dumb. away
1: back away from the milk go back craze. to the tide pod challenge <laughs> don't, don't do no, that don't, either don't, just get away from no. all challenges leave the challenges at home uh we'll take a break when we come back there's Being a homer, and then there's propaganda. We'll talk about why one former NFL player is being ridiculed for a freezing cold take. Next, it's Man and Bone on the fan.
0: Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center.
6: Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident still blocking the right lane of I-70 downtown split eastbound at 4th Street. Traffic is stop and go from the 71-315 West Split. Police blocking the right lane in this area. Plan on some heavy backups. And please be cautious in the meantime. You'll also find an accident on I-71 northbound at 670. Police on scene here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by WOW Super Fast Internet, best price of the year. Switch to WOW Internet for the best price of the year. One gig internet is fast to the most bandwidth, now only $49.99. Call 833-WOW-SALE for offer details and get this deal today. Only NRA on with fan traffic.
2: Their collective IQ is lower than they think it
1: are. Back to Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope you are having a good Monday. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. We will be talking to our guy, Jason Stark. We'll go around the diamond, 534. Play to talk about. Reds having a good weekend back in the wild card. Currently in the second wild card right now. So Did their job, man. Yeah. That's what you, that's what you want as a fan, right? And the Padres keep doing their job yeah. of not winning, so that's Tougher good, Tougher schedule, which is how hey, the analytics
4: right. and the numbers are going to suggest. and. You know, Joey Votto. I know he had a couple more dingers. He didn't have any Saturday or Sunday, but still, like to start off Thursday and Friday with bombs it helps. This guy's out. incredible. It's yeah. just he's rejuvenated this
1: year, man. It's great to see. It's incredible, and
4: also like I, I had to give it up to Miggy Cabrera for the 500th bomb, and it, it sent me down like a stats wormhole, and just I came across Joey Votto's name once again, and looking at the active players and all the home runs. And I think Vado's at like in the 320s or something for Mm -hmm. career bombs. And just he strikes you as such a great power hitter in a a hitter's park down there, right? Oh, sure. And it's just amazing to think that. He's that far away from 500. Yeah, it te- well, it tells you, you how know, big of an accomplishment. Even in
1: today's game, it still is. It's yeah. a big accomplishment to think of a guy like A-Rod who's
4: up near 700. I mean, yeah, well, steroids helping out. A little, a little little, bit of help Maybe I there. should say Babe Ruth. <laughs> there you go. That's <laughs> better. <laughs> Why did I go A-Rod? That's okay. It's when Babe good.
1: Ruth is there. Um, so this comment came in the Houston Texans preseason game where Spencer... That's Tillman, what you want to watch. Yeah. Local uh, Texans football. I almost said Spencer Rattler, which would be much bigger news if Spencer Rattler was doing a commentary on Texans games, the Oklahoma quarterback. But Spencer Tillman said about Nick Cassero's offseason, quote, I don't think I've seen a better job by a GM <laughs> in the last decade or more. He even also brought up that they are in a wonderful, wonderful position for the future and the present, which... <laughs> All right, Whoa, so if you're wait. not if you've not kept up on what's going on with the Texans and what Nick Cassero apparently has done in this time, um, let's just back up to. Well,
4: let's say this. He only got there in January. Yeah. Well, so there's that. Well, he and then just he just was- arrived and they've been a dumpster fire.
1: Yes. Ever since. And he was tasked and before he was tasked with hiring a head coach. And they ended up with David Culley. David Culley, not brought Lovey not,
4: Smith, back too.
1: Yeah, not one his of the bones not back one there. of the top, you know, guys out there. Kind of more of a questionable hire, I think is certainly being fair. Um, then, if, then you know that there was also the situation where Deshaun Watson, prior to all his legal issues or whatever these issues end up being, he was not happy that Cassero was even hired because he wasn't consulted on the deal. But also, I mean, they've just. They've, they've brought in kind of weird acquisitions this offseason, running backs, where you're just like, what's their plan? It's not, don't make any mistakes. It is not like the Texans have done this, just we're clearing right. everybody right. out and we're making, no, like they've, they really don't seem to have a plan. And even if you want to say they did do a good job, better than anyone in the last 10 years, I don't know if you've paid attention to the NFL. There's been a lot of pretty big turnarounds in the last 10 years it, it seems like when you're working for the team broadcaster and you say something really nice about the guy who signs paychecks for the team kind of makes you look like you're just trying to suck up to him.
4: I almost wonder if Spencer Tillman just sort of got caught with his pants down and hadn't done the research about anything <laughs> with his football team yet. And he's in preseason mode game number two and he needs to study up. If he's been having a long vacation. I don't know. Has he even met Nick Casario yet? I'm not sure. It almost seems like what are my talking points? You know, yeah. What uh, are I? What do I say? Oh, oh yeah, Nick. I mean, boy, you know, leadership strong, <laughs> good foundation here. Right. You know, he really wants to you know join our community and represent everything that we want here with the with the Houston Texans organization. Yeah, you're ready, ready to, to go. It's just, like, wait, wait, what? Betting and almost then, uh, knowing then how to take it, works, it a step farther. Just stick with the be, stick with the mumbo jumbo. It's a preseason broadcast. It'll be forgotten in sometimes 10 sometimes.
1: As a broadcast, you get down a road where you're suddenly like, uh oh, wait, what? Why was I saying <laughs> right, that this guy was one of right. the top five quarterbacks in the league? Why did I say that? I don't think that. Right, and maybe that's the case here, where he just was trying to be. A little positive spin on all the negativity, and he ended up saying something really stupid. I don't know, I was, but that was yeah,
4: that was pretty bad. I was telling you before, just real quick, like we made fun of this back when I was doing the show with Beanie. I got asked to go on a radio station, presumably to talk Buckeye football, just Ohio State football. Like being a, a Buckeye guy could do it. And before long, this guy is asking me questions about very specific teams, and I'm I'm not gonna lie, I didn't have my Phil Steele mode on. He was asking me about Alabama and their quarterback <laughs> rotation and running game. And then was asking me about who I like in the Pac-12 that year and what's going on with UCLA. It was so awkward.
1: Oh, I, I bet.
4: Ta- we actually had clips from it years ago. It got purged. It was hilarious.
1: Yeah. So I'm just yeah. talking about BSing your way through a segment. It's just a total tap dance. Yeah. Sounds like what Spencer Tillman was doing for sure. Uh, we come back. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we'll get you caught up on the rundown coming up next. It's Man and Bone with Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic.
0: From the Logan AC and Heath Services Traffic
6: Center. Good afternoon. A couple of accidents to watch out for. You'll find a crash on I-71 northbound at 670. Police on scene in this area trying to get things clear, but plan on some backups in the meantime. And an accident on Northwest Boulevard north of West Lane Avenue. Also reports of a fuel spill. Please be very careful over here. You might want to avoid this if possible. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Good news, Ohio. Safe Auto offers state minimum car insurance for less than 66 cents a day. Safe Auto is available 24-7 to help you save. Get a quote in less than three minutes at safeauto.com or 1-800-SAFE-AUTO. Play it safe, safe auto. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
2: Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone.
1: Hope you're having a good Monday. I almost said Friday. Friday? My brain is already to Friday. It's Monday. I get it because
4: when you're 10 days away from the Buckeyes... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> booting the football into the air. You want
1: you want your days to just keep moving on as quickly as possible, and let's get there. Let's get
5: to uh, yeah, September like, 2nd.
4: I'm, I'm good with letting – I need the weather to change. Like someone said back to me, like, what about your philosophy about just living in the now, letting the time go, because you already live in a time warp. Like the days just roll by, especially when you get to Big Ten football. That's the ultimate time compressor. You're right to Thanksgiving and then Christmas. It's just like that. It's just blank pages on a calendar, Right. Yep. blank boxes you just whip yep. through them game week to game week but i just need the weather to turn i'm fine just letting the 10 days go because they're going to go lightning quick and we're going to be the next thursday i love the weekday start too. how we can have our pregame coverage you won't have a show that day
1: yeah i you think you won't have well, to work You'll i don't know what doing, we're doing yet you might we're probably doing early do early and we're moving up early yeah, yeah. probably do the I haven't looked at the schedule, so three. that's probably where they yeah. have us, I'm yeah. guessing. But either way, yeah, it'll be a full day of coverage, obviously. Oh, it'll be we'll be We'll be going all day talking about the Buckeyes on September 2nd. But yeah, we've got a lot to get to here. We're going to talk to Jason Stark coming up later this hour um, and go around the diamond. But before we get to the rundown, I wanted to bring up this. I saw that Penn State AD Sandy Barber was talking on Saturday about this new alignment between the Big Ten and the Pac-12 and the ACC, even though they haven't quite hammered out what that's going to look like. Sandy Barber said this, and I know she's well-respected within the college sports community. She's been at Penn State for a while now, but she had a quote here where she said, I'm not trying to downplay the importance of value as it relates to upsizing our revenues. That's certainly important, but it's not the only reason we're doing this. And I think there are some reasons around like-mindedness that would make that would be very valuable to the conference. So she goes on to talk about how you know the Big Ten also provides library resources and shares some library resources with some of the schools in the ACC and the Pac twelve. They also share academic resources and making library the, resources. Yeah, making the case that like the reason this alliance is coming together we get onto the libraries. Well, she's saying it's not just about, yes, you see these hundreds of millions of dollars and billions of dollars. That is what I see. Yeah. And she says it's not just about that. It's about library resources and academic resources. And my point to you is Sandy Barber is full of crap. Right. I am with your point. There's no way this, I mean, sure, those are nice, happy benefits. But if that was the main, if that was important, they would have been talking about doing this Years ago, because I'm sure they've shared those resources for years, there's nothing that they're doing because of... The only reason they're doing this is because they see the SEC getting too big and they say, we don't want that. We have to be big too. And we're going to go make this national conference more or less. At least that's where I think it's headed. This is just sort of like piling on top of what
4: Nick Saban was saying about money last week. Oh, yeah. Did you catch those comments where I don't have them in front of me right now, but it was sort of adding on to Bryce Young getting, you know, the money and he just sort of was at first he sounded like he was open to NIL and then he sort of took it down the road and said, well, it might not be the best things. He started talking about, oh, well, if you, these guys start taking all this money, then other sports almost make trying to make the college football and men's basketball players feel a little bit bad. By if they take money and start to profit off of this, then they're going to hurt their fellow athletes in the department by eliminating some of their sports. And yeah. Nick seemed totally okay with the money that he made because he pointed to the value. He said, "Well, people say you make coaches make a lot of money." He said, "Well, take a look at the value. Look at the value that I bring in for Alabama." It's like yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. exactly. It's almost value. Like so the players, the bring players a lot bring of that to you because there's no such thing uh. as the games without the value and anytime someone that makes a lot of money says it's not about the money it's like, well yeah. let's talk then let's you know let's what, give some it, of that up real quick let's sprinkle on this. that around uh, more libraries real quick the name one the sandy library here's what here's right? what
1: bugs me about that argument people will say well you know these coaches they bring so much and, and you'll usually hear that from the coaches and from some people who defend the system as it currently is and my problem with that is this. How can you defend the system as it currently is? Answer this question Man. for me, Tim. If there was now we will never we will never have this. I am not saying we will. Just play radio with me for a second. If we had an actual minor league system for the NFL that was viable and watched like college football is, but it was just What would these guys be? It making? was owned yeah. by the NFL teams. Yeah. Nick Saban would either still be in the NFL or he'd be at least coaching in that league, he wouldn't be at Alabama getting a $10 million a year salary. There's no
4: way. The minor league coaches make nothing. Right? Right. The minor league league coaches make nothing. Think of the G League coaches out there and minor league baseball managers, how they're just roughing it, right? Right. I'm just saying, like, yes. But that's where the talent is developed and the players. And I know... Bad example with minor league baseball to college football because the
1: the product is not the same.
4: And well, the, I know, but the my value point is this. And how we
1: watch it and consume it. We watch college football, yes, for Nick Saban and you know for it's a all big these money making product made for TV. But the reason a lot of people got into college football is because of Alabama. They went there, Ohio State. They went there. They grew up around it. They mm-hmm. watched those games yeah. from being a kid. They're whatever it is.
4: brands from the past. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Like, Those brands have value. They are worth a lot. And then those brands want to win. So they hire the best coaches. And currently that's the rate is to pay Nick Saban $10 million. And the top coaches make routinely six, seven, eight million dollars. But this idea that like, well, I bring that value. Nick, if there was a viable minor league system and then you were asked to coach at the third tier system, which is Alabama, you'd make nothing because it wouldn't be worth anything without The players, you get the best players don't have anywhere to go play other than there. So that's where they are. If they did, then they would go to that system and people would watch that. They wouldn't care as much about it. You wouldn't get paid as much. So since everyone does watch this, why does Nick Saban deserve to get paid something? But the players don't bring any value. It's It's ridiculous. It's it's hollow. And to hear all
4: this coming up now when there's a chance that the players earn, it's just typical, right? It's typical, and yeah. but, and I was so I know you gotta you gotta hit the well. Rundown you know thing, we can but, blow out the rundown. We
1: we blow out the rundown sometimes. Here's here's the rundown. CJ CJ Stroud, your quarterback for the Buckeyes. So there you go. You got that, and then he starts. The crew are a dumpster fire right now, and Taylor Porter may not be long for this world if he doesn't turn around. Reds swept the Marlins. Yes, Red swept we'll the Marlins. Talk in to in a Jason Stark spot. about them. Yeah, there you go. Looking All right,
4: great. let's I was, continue. I was going down another uh, Wikipedia wormhole this past weekend. Last last week when we were finishing things up on the Buckeyes show which is uh coming at you tuesday wednesday thursday there's going to be a special show tonight ohio state football season kickoff show so stay tuned for that that'll be fun at six paul will be in here right jim paul skip matt andrews will be chiming in as well so that'll Mm -hmm. be a fun little uh quartet getting you ready i was looking at big 10 championships football championships and do you know about the university of chicago and their history in were the they in the Big Ten at some yeah. point? Yeah, yeah okay. they were a founding member. They okay. were a founding member, and I, I was laughing because as you look things up, you'll find that Chicago still has more Big Ten titles than Penn State, which I know Penn State came in the '90s, but they've been here a good long been while here now, for thirty years. And they're yeah. such a dominant football program. They've got four, but funny to see that Chicago, who hasn't been a member of the Big Ten since like the the '30s or whatever, <laughs> right? You know, yeah, in uh, Nebra Indiana. You know, Chicago's got more than Indiana. They've clearly got more than Nebraska, Maryland, and Rutgers. But what what blew me away is what I read about Chicago and why they got out. Because this was back in the 30s, mm-hmm. almost 100 years ago. Their president at the time, his name was Robert Hutchins. And his decision was, don't really like what big-time college athletics mm-hmm.
5: I just just laughed. I was
4: like, wow! In 1939, you're thinking about, not sure I like where this is going, where salaries are getting like this, and ticket sales, and it's turning into such a big product. So they got out, and this was a big-time program, and they didn't start back up with football until 1963 as a club team. It just blew me away. It reminded me of the president that more recently left North Carolina and they were going through their stuff. Butch Davis had him in some hot water. Roy Williams, of course, the paper classes and nothing was ever going to stick to him. But one of their prezes left to go to like wash out of St. Louis, you know, just a big time academic school, citing the same kind of things. Just like, don't want, I'm a president care about the academics. I don't, don't really care about the big-time analytics. I'm just wondering what Hutchins would have said today. Oh, dude. Well, We've that's, seen what it's been like the last 20 years since TV contracts have blown up and just how ridiculous it is. And, you know, that's the thing you you throw back to Nick Saban. It's, dude, like, yeah, you bring value, but, but that's because there's so much money in this game and it's been like this now and well, it's been building it. and building for 30 People years. People act like
1: that's a new thing. It's never – it's not a new thing. The amounts have gone up, but – you look at college football when it first started in the twenties and thirties and forties, like you're talking about. There was Penn University, I believe, was the school that did this where they had a bowl game at the end of their season in the late thirties, early forties, probably late thirties, I think it was before this the is war. Some
5: bone of
4: education type stuff here. Yeah, too.
1: well they they were offered to go on their you know, they were offered to go to their bowl game, and the players said we will not go to the bowl game unless you up the amount of money we're currently getting paid. Because they were getting paid. And the coach was like, well, I don't have any... I can't get more money for you. And they said, well, bowl games are pointless anyway. Off, huh? They're just for sponsors, and it's stupid. How about so that? So they just didn't go. Yeah. They just didn't go to the bowl game because of that. And they I don't remember if they canceled it or what they did with the bowl game. But that I'm just saying, that argument of like should That's players wild. hold out for the bowl game or not play because they've got a. That it's been happening. I'm just saying it's not new that that occurs. So, yeah, I could do that discussion all day, Timmy. By the way, we should uh, fire it real quick, Bodie Just hit the rundown sound real quick because I think we do. Okay. Common Man
2: and T-Bones, the Rundown, the Rundown.
1: There you go. There's the Rundown with Timmy Hall and I just talking about college football. Hope you enjoyed it. Well, t- <laughs> we do that sometimes. It's okay. <laughs> do you have to close the rundown, or is it just an no, open no, no, ended it. rundown? It's just the same thing. It's yeah, the there same. You, there you yeah, go. There yeah. you go. The uh, Big Ten. Speaking of college football, and we were just talking about the Big Ten. They've laid out their COVID plan for this year. We'll discuss that next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
0: From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center.
6: Good evening. Watch out for an accident still blocking the right lane of I-70 downtown split eastbound at U.S. 23. Police are blocking the right lane and traffic is bumper to bumper from the 71-315 West split. Plan on some heavy slowdowns and please avoid if possible as traffic continues to build in that area. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Good news, Ohio. Safe Auto offers state minimum car insurance for less than $0.66 a day. Safe Auto is available 24-7 to help you save. Get a quote in less than three minutes at safeauto.com or 1-800-SAFE-AUTO. Play it safe, safe auto only an array with fan traffic
2: come for the obesity stay for the anger this is common man and t-bone
1: welcome in hope you're having a good monday timmy hall is filling in for common man today we'll go around the diamond with jason stark coming up 534 all the baseball news and notes you need uh, don't forget, as I've been telling you, I'm excited about this this weekend, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. It's Kinetico's Open House Savings Event. You can join Kinetico for big savings on water treatment equipment, salt filters, and supplies. Uh, you can get $1,000 off a of Kinetico Premier Series water softener with any softener trade-in. That is just like the water softener I have in my house. Also, $700 off a of Kinetico K5 drinking water station. No more buying bottled water. We don't have to buy bottled water anymore. I love that. Hated lugging those things into the house. Now you don't have to. Mm, That's nice. Yeah. It is nice. Thank you. Must be nice. That's right. uh, Eating. Drinking out of the stainless cups a lot now. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Reusable. Safe for the environment. Mm -hmm. That's right. 25% off filters and accessories during the sale. Dollar complete water softener inspection. $500 $500 off an iron sulfur filter. They got everything out there to fix your water. Get the funk out of your water with Connecticut. And if you've been listening to me talk about this, you've wanted to get make the purchase. Now is the time. ConnecticutColumbus.com for more details on this open house savings event this Thursday through Saturday at their location in Canal Winchester. dot .com Can't say it like uh, Mike used to. What do you to, do, what do when you to. go to the website? Do you click anything? Um, they have a, a place where you can punch me in the junk and you click oh. on that repeatedly. No, I, they, I wish they did. You're That'd... the only one that can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty tough. I don't know what to tell you, Tim. <laughs> Digital me, pretty tough. So here's the big tens plan on COVID. Uh, they are going to follow what the PAC 12 and ACC are doing foreshadowing. Perhaps. I don't know. We'll see. But the big 10 announced Monday that any team unable to field a team this upcoming season due to a COVID outbreak, will forfeit their game. Uh, this is similar to most of the other Power 5 conferences, although I don't think the SEC has outlined their procedure just yet, but this this seems on the surface pretty reasonable to me, right? If you can get your team vaccinated, get them to a point where you don't have massive COVID outbreaks, hopefully that'll be a good thing. Here's the problem with the variant, as we understand it. There mm-hmm. are still yeah. breakthrough cases do occur, even if you're vaccinated. You could still catch COVID and test positive for it, and it sounds like even if you test positive for it, you're still going to have to sit out for a period of time. Maybe yeah. not not as long as someone who's unvaccinated, but each of these conferences has those policies as well. I, you could still theoretically see a scenario where your whole team gets the vaccine, but if one room just gets an asymptomatic version of COVID, maybe that knocks out a right. position group right. and then you're in we're, this situation.
4: We're still seeing, you know, albeit the percentages are smaller that you can get it but the goal of the vaccine is to decrease your chances of getting violently ill of covid yeah you still can get it and i don't you feel like we're at a point where we're not are we trying not to think about this as sports fans i think we're so hungry and thirsty to get back to normal so we can just see a season play out but the delta variant is just sort of standing in the wing like yeah. ready to do yeah. something. We don't want it to do anything, but I think this is the way to go. You want to be able to keep the season moving forward. Again, there's a chance where not everything could be completely fair and on the up and up when everything is done, but at least you are in line to start the season in September 2nd. I I was sitting at my desk last week and you know we we hit the 1 year anniversary recently when the season was canceled.
1: Yeah, momentarily. right. Momentarily. Right.
4: And then I just it just sort of blew me away looking back at the fact that we didn't start the football season almost until November. It I was know. just crazy. It was October 24th. We tried to cram in a football season. At least we're doing it on September 2nd. I almost with with hearing everything now still about the Delta variant, the vaccines had some movement with FDA approval here, which is a which is a big piece of news. Yeah. I almost wish that we could have started earlier again so we could still have pockets, more pockets in the schedule so we wouldn't have to just go straight forfeits because, again, it might not be anyone's fault, you know? Well, right. It's the thing that I try to be cognizant of. You can get the vaccines, but you could have the outbreak, and it might not be anyone's fault, but now they're saying, tough, it's going to be a forfeiture, it's going to be a no contest, life will go on.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think obviously the goal with this is to try to get as many of the teams as close Vax- to fully vaccinated as possible. Yeah. What did uh, Ryan Day say today? That they only got- ten. He put a number on. He ten said, guys 10, don't yeah. have the vaccine. Yeah, everybody else is, lot, is vaccinated. Which is a
4: good percentage. Yeah, it's not Ole Miss, where apparently Lane said week a week or two ago that everyone was vaccinated. Oh, hey, that's Staff, good news. Players,
1: everything. I do remember last year when everybody said like you can not you know you can't ask these guys if they have COVID or not, or you can't judge any of that because of, like, HIPAA violations uh-huh. or something, and yeah. it's like... We're not asking for names. Well, no, we but want it's like... To know how many. Th- yeah. But now everyone's talking about how many other guys are vaccinated, so it's like, well, clearly that's not the case. So I don't know why people brought that up HIPAA last year.
4: It's HIPAA when it's anonymous. Well, yeah, yeah. that's true, right? Just, so if
1: you just say like, hey, we have seven guys out due to COVID, you're allowed to say that, which we all could kind of figure that out. But- right,
4: and you're still not going to be able to know, because like you were saying, you could have the vaccine and yeah. still have a test that pops up that's going to cause you to be out. It's just... It, it's, it's again interesting, still, kind we, of walking on eggshells, seeing how this goes. But with the I FDA yeah, approval, I didn't bring
1: that up to be like, negative it or anything. it's more about like, just keep this in mind that this still exists as a possibility. Get the vaccine, it's great. Like, all these things are good. Hey, it's just more of the idea that we're not out of the woods yet, unfortunately. And I hope it doesn't come into play this season. But just know that it could, and this is the policy if it does. But we've got interesting things that are on the horizon, and I am dying to see how some of this I
4: stuff know. plays out because mask mandates have been put into effect by companies everywhere. That well, there's going to be some football. business there's, rights to do what they want to do. There's been some college football teams yes, that Nick said Nick Rolovich if you- has to October 18th out at Washington State, somewhat of a new guy, to get the vaccine or supposedly be gone unless <laughs> he can come up with some kind of exemption— yeah. And
1: argue some point that that's on his side there and I would be You know, that's an interesting intrigued to br- know what that would be. You brought up Nick Rolovich and I don't know for sure, but I'm guessing most college football coaches at some point have given a speech about not being a distraction. I don't know how you could look your team in the eye and say, if he were a bigger name, I'm going to keep be one of the bigger this. distractions in the. Oh sport, yeah. The only reason it's not a bigger story is yeah. because no one knows who the hell this if guy were is. Nick
4: Saban on the line <laughs> saying how he's not going to get vaccinated. Right. And it then would the, be the number one story comes out or the state or whatever it is, state institutions there. But but that's my point is mask mandates have been on campuses. When will just the straight up vaccine
1: mandate come well, down the path? That's probably coming down so the then way. then people
4: that might not have wanted to get it will be. Yeah,
1: they'll what? have to figure out what they're going to do. They'll Make have to your figure choice. it out. Yeah. Right? All I know is this don't be surprised if that type of stuff eventually comes to, you know, hey, if you want to go to this game, we're going to have to have you do this. You're going to have to show something to sure, let us know. Sure. That's yeah. probably coming, not necessarily to Ohio State, but just across college Places football. Places everywhere. Yeah. Probably a lot of in pro sports too. That's probably the next step here. So, yeah. I hope we can get out of the woods sooner than later. But uh, yeah, in the meantime, let's all be smart. I'll take a break. When we come back, we'll go around the diamond with our guy, Jason Stark. Next it's man and bone with Timmy Hall filling in on the fan fan
0: traffic from the Logan AC and heat services traffic center.
6: Good evening. You'll find that earlier accident has cleared from Northwest Boulevard, north of West Lane Avenue. All lanes are open and that fuel spill has also been cleaned up. You'll also find an accident still causing heavy backups on I-70 Downtown Split Eastbound at US-23. Traffic is still bumper to bumper. This traffic report is sponsored by Rumpke Waste and Recycling. Rumpke is hiring CDL drivers age 19 and up. Drivers can earn $1,000 to $1,300 a week and more than $10,000 in bonuses possible in their first year. Drivers are home daily, receive great benefits, and more and ten thousand dollars in bonuses apply now at rumpke equal opportunity employer restrictions apply i'm Leanna ray with fan traffic
2: it's time to go around the diamond baseball news and notes featuring everyone's favorite roast beef eating eclipse watching hall of famer jason stark
1: every week at this time we talk to our guy jason stark here on around the diamond jason how you doing man T hey, Bone, doing great, man. How are you? I'm pretty good. It's good to actually talk to you because, like the last few weeks, I've been off. Every time you've been on, so <laughs> <You've>
5: <laughs> I think. Been I,
4: me, I think I got to talk to Jason. Yeah, Star. T- Tim Hall's talked did. to you more than I have a so. few weeks ago. Definitely.
1: That's right. Um, so, well, it's a good time to talk because the Reds are in a wild card spot right now. They have been playing well of late. This team, the way they are currently playing, Joey Votto is resurgent. Do you feel like this? This is actually a real thing. Or is this more of, well, the Padres are just not doing what they're supposed to do, and if they figure it out, then that's all going to go away?
3: Well, I said that part last week. The Padres have done enough. They've done enough collapsing to make this all possible. But I think the Reds are in great shape. Uh, The Padres now have the hardest remaining schedule in the league. The Reds have the easiest. Uh, They've gotten healthy again. Luis Castillo's dealing again. This is the best version of Joey Votto (laughs) <laughs> in four years, Baseball Reference, when I looked earlier today, had their postseason odds at seventy-four percent.
4: Wow! And the, it's going up and, and up Padres, and
3: up. Yeah, the Padres at seventeen. <sighs> but the the thing is, like I, you know, I just talked to to Joey Vada for our, our podcast, and uh, they know they've got to win in Milwaukee if they're going to win the division. Otherwise, this is a wild card thing.
4: Jason Stark is with us. And the other thing the Padres did, sorry, man, I I, I was caught in the, lost in the sauce for a second there. <laughs> so uh, the pitching coach just getting axed. And you mentioned, you just threw out the number there. So yeah, it's getting dire with the schedules that are left and what the Reds just did with the sweep of the Marlins. But how about this move by San Diego to get rid of their pitching coach here today?
3: He had to fire Larry Rothschild. And, you know, if you look at their staff, it's true that a lot of guys have gotten worse, uh, especially Blake Snell, Yu Darvish, the, the two biggest acquisitions on that team all winter. But you know what? It, it feels like they needed somebody to blame, doesn't it? Uh, you know, their whole rotation's hurt, really, except for Joe Musgrove. They have almost a six ERA as a rotation since the deadline. They, they didn't heal for a single starter when the deadline came and went, and that was a real head scratcher. I. So to me, this is more than just a failure of the pitching coach, but but they were going to find somebody to blame.
4: Yeah, they're talking about just getting a different voice in there. Is the yeah, excuse that they're here. yeah yeah the excuse that they're going with right now when the Padres seem to be going down? Which I, I can't believe we're we're in this spot like being on the side of the Cincinnati Reds. The Reds seem to be up and the Padres down now with their hitting prowess. But you know, speaking of hitting prowess, Jason. It's an incredible milestone when uh, you see a guy get his 500th dinger, and that's exactly what Miggy Cabrera did. I just wonder, uh, just just what you're, you know, being a baseball guy, do you gravitate more towards somebody joining the 500 club or the 3,000 hit club? And it's awesome for Cabrera because he's going to join that club too. He's one of the great hitters of all time. Yeah, he is, and,
3: you know, these round numbers are excuses to take a step back and look at the player who's achieving the round number. And I know that Miggy isn't what he used to be, but this is a great time to remind the world. He's one of the greatest right-handed hitters who ever lived. Um, you know, this, this could be true by the end of this year, if not early next year, but right-handed hitters in history with a 300 lifetime average and as many home runs and extra base hits as Miguel Cabrera. It's going to wind up being Hank Aaron, Willie, Willie Mays, and Miggy. So mm. I kind of rest my case.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's yeah, a pretty good group to be a part of. Absolutely <laughs> right. Uh, Jason Stark joining us right here on The Fan. So let me ask you about these comments from Steve Cohen, the Mets owner. Kind of came out last week and said, look, they've got to be better. We're paying these guys to hit. The kind of jarring comments to see from an owner. And I was on a little bit of the fence with this because I thought, all right, as a Mets fan, I kind of like hearing the accountability, but you know, I wondered how it would play with the players. Frankie Lindor has since come out. Now he's been heard, but he came out and said, he's right. I got to hit better. Other guys have to do their jobs. We're not getting it done. And to the tune of playing themselves out of a playoff spot, that's a whole other story, but... How how were his comments perceived around the league? And do you think we'll see more of that from Steve Cohen?
3: Well, uh, Lindor, he's a pro. Uh, he got the memo that when you stink, you need to own it. There's been massive uh, offensive underachievement on that team. He's a big part of that, so I'm glad that he said what he said. But I think the the larger question is, should the owner just tweet that? Really? Like, it was only a matter of time before he did but I promise you, twenty nine other owners had a huge laugh over that because none of them would ever do that. Uh, but it was a like if you had August eighteenth in the Steve Cohen tweets about his underachieving team in the lottery, like you win.
4: I think Dan Gilbert of the Cavs smoked a cigarette after that tweet went out. <laughs> I think he Absolutely. just said oh yeah. god this cohen guy i love <laughs> yeah. him yeah so <laughs> have, you guys, have you guys
3: read the steve cohen book that black edge it's an well, i know but i'm read. getting
4: bone that for christmas the oh that's good guy. i can't wait yeah. I it's it really forward good. To. Yeah. a lot of people in baseball reading it too by the way that's interesting so jason stark's with us i'm uh, i'm wondering who would you rather see on the schedule right now would you rather be playing the cubs at wrigley or the orioles anywhere on planet earth <laughs> okay well
3: i'm I'm taking the Orioles um but I mean the fact that the Cubs have won zero games at Wrigley since the deadline is pretty mind blowing right
2: yeah
3: I'd uh, love to hear it the, the, you know the the Orioles historical ineptness is incredible to not just lose eighteen in a row but you know how hard it is to have a minus one oh two run differential in three weeks like it hasn't been done since the 1899 Cleveland Spiders in the last 18 games in the history of the franchise because when they got finished losing those 18 games, they disbanded the team. So I don't think they're going to disband oh. the Orioles. <laughs> Give that a I yikes, buddy. A yeah, good that is Lord. that is a
1: huge – we do a segment every week called Yikes, and that's definitely one of them, Jason. Appreciate that for sure. Um, last thing for you, we were talking about this all last week with the the Rays and just how good they've been – But then you look in the stands, and I know it's been a storyline there for decades, sadly. But the attendance now hitting like record lows at home. I understand they were playing some really bad competition. I think they were playing the Orioles, as a matter of fact. But when when I mean, how much longer does this continue on? What do you what do you think is the pathway? Or or maybe the better question even to ask is how much do you think this is affecting these players? Where they obviously seem to just plow through it because it's not like they've had the support much of the other years where they've had great success.
3: Yeah. You know, I've I've written about this and talked to a lot of these guys about this, talked to the the people who run that team about it, talked to Major League Baseball about it, because it hasn't changed in the last two, three years other than it just gets worse. You know, this is a... Like this is an odd year for every team because there's no season ticket base. You have to sell every seat in the stadium one seat at a time. It's hard to do that. Uh, but it's always been hard to do that there. And this is leading to a showdown. Their lease runs through 2027. So the showdown can't happen right now. But sometime in the next two years, ownership's going to say, we need to know: Are you? Are we going to have a park or not? Uh, they're they're pursuing this thing where they spend half the year in Montreal and half the year in Tampa Bay, and I don't know anybody who thinks that's got a chance to succeed. So, I, don't ask me where it's gone. But if, I, if you're going to ask me to predict what happens to the Rays in 2028, I would I would predict they're playing in Nashville, something like that, because. There's just no appetite there to build them a park, and they're not going to build it themselves.
1: Yeah, I, I Nashville totally, Rays. Oh, what a—that's true, man. There's a lot of places that would be interested if they do move on. I can't ever see that Montreal thing ever working out. But Jason, we appreciate it. It has always been great talking with you this season. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, enjoy the Arby's down the road. We'll see you soon. <laughs> <laughs> Ring the bell. Bet. Back at you. Always you a pleasure, go. man. Thanks. Thanks, Jason. He appears on the Fan Guest Hotline, sponsored by Brian Heating and Cooling Systems, right here on the Fan Back Page. When we come back, it's Man and Bone on the Fan. Fan traffic
0: from the Logan AC and Heat Services
6: Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for a serious accident still causing heavy slowdowns. An I-70 downtown split eastbound at U.S. 23 it is blocking the right lane. Traffic is bumper to bumper from the 71-315 West Split. Police are blocking the right lane in this area. Plan about a 20 to 30 minute slowdown as they try to get things cleaned up. This traffic report is sponsored by Root Insurance. Root Insurance gives good drivers the celebration they deserve. Not with balloons or confetti, but with savings. Root bases rates primarily on how you actually drive, so good drivers can save hundreds. Starts Celebrating today at Joinroot.com. Not available in all states. Disclaimers may apply. See Joinroot.com for details. Only an array with fan traffic.
1: Final segment of the program. Big night tonight on the fan. How about this? Six p.m. Yeah, good night. The OSU football season kickoff show. Paul Keels, Skip Mossick, Jim Lachey, and Grumpy. Himself, oh, Matt no, no, no,
4: no, no, Not this. Not after the. <laughs> no
1: one's grumpy on this show. They're all yeah, excited for Ohio it, State football. Do
4: it against someone other than the Marlins. <laughs> <laughs> he's always, you he's asked him about the Reds, and that no, was. He actually did tweet like a little broom, so he was taking. Okay, it. He, he was so he's good. taking it. He's all
1: right. He's excited. But this before, good. It would be like, yeah
4: but, yeah, but against the Pirates.
5: Oh, you know? right. Yeah, got to do, <laughs> it, now, against like, do, do yeah. it against a good hey, team. Do it against a
1: good team. I respect it. But but here's the thing with the Marlins are not good. Matt Andrews, our guy, just embrace the fact that you're grumpy occasionally. That's good. We're I'm grumpy all the time, so just live in that world and be grumpy and don't be afraid of it. It's all right. You're not. You know, it's weird with you because you're negative
4: bone, but you always sound happy.
1: Well, I guess that's good. But if you listen to the things I'm saying, sometimes they are negative, like you said. But it's good.
4: You see, we could all be like Beamer and just live in a dream world and pump up our teams that <laughs> suck. I think it's more fun to hate your favorite teams when applicable.
1: When, when I, applicable you, is the right you, word there. because you
4: find me like defending the Orioles or like defending the Washington no. football team for how they've been? No. Say whatever you, I don't understand like how someone could get offended by someone taking shots at their team that they're well, a fan I think, of. I think I'm, some I'm, people. Bring it on. If I'm a Bengal fan, I'm like, bring it. Bring it on. Talk you about how bad the me. offensive line is probably yeah. going to be this yes, year. Yes, I yeah. agree. They yeah. suck. Like, they got a lot of work to do.
1: You know, but I no, think it's I think what it is is some people look at that the way they look at family. Where it's like, hey, I can talk all the crap I want about my family. Don't you talk about my family. And it's like, it's well, this different. is this different. Is <laughs> different. <laughs> this is a sports, this is sports team. team. It's like, you got to separate the two because your sports team should be working hard yeah. to keep you as a fan. And you, they're going to keep you, obviously, but they should be working to make you happy so, anyway, I don't know how we got off on that, but OSU football season kickoff show is coming up right after us. Uh, I don't know. What else are we doing tonight, buddy? I
4: I got to tell you, I'm probably walking into a lion's den when I oh, leave here at
5: 6 o'clock. What
4: happened? So, like, this is... I was getting... Do you, you mean the actual store of the lion's den? <laughs> <or>? <laughs> yes, that too. <laughs> I may as well stop at the lion's den That might be a great idea to save me for tonight, to steer this thing back on the road. So when I'll make mistakes at home, right? And usually my mistakes are not cheating on my wife, you know, excessive drinking or drug use, nothing like of the serious nature. Like the mistakes that I make are, you didn't go and, you know, fill the tires up with air Uh, when the wife has been asking me for a few days, you know, just keep letting it slip, you know? Right. And we like to because we need to have something to argue about, right? To have a good healthy. We like to have m- so we'll minor build, arguments. We'll build up like the nothings and we'll have we'll have our arguments. So I I got the word I knew this was happening, and since I was working until 6 tonight, he had his first fall ball practice, the sun did, at yeah. 5 30 tonight. Yeah. So they're heading out to the fields in Dublin, and we were just changing things out of our old SUV and we threw like the baseball stuff in the back hatch. but we had been playing catch here in the offseason, right? Mm, Where we were not sure. using our whole, like, the bats and the the catcher's yeah, gear. Throwing, yeah, we had gotcha. the gloves kind of out and around because we've been playing a little bit of catch. And I'd put those on, like, some of the different shelves in the garage so they were more accessible, not, like, zipped up in the baseball bags in the back right, of the car. sure. And as we, like, threw the, the baseball gear into the other car here this morning, I came to work, realized I didn't... You know, have the gloves in there,
1: but you didn't realize that until just moments ago. And when you had a text. I was
4: getting a barrage of texts <laughs> just after five o'clock. I was almost going to like bring Jason Stark into the discussion, ask him what sh- what I should do, but I'm in very big trouble. Oh, here. I see, yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, I get it. But I, th- I think he had his catcher's mitt, so it might be like the nice little way to show up without your real glove. If you want to be the catcher and say, coach, all I got's the catcher's mitt.
1: That's May right. as well be your guy behind the plate, you know. Well, there you go. Follow Timmy Hall on Twitter tonight to find out how all this goes. I'm sure it'll be. Sure it'll be. <laughs> I find it's better to talk
4: about it on the air yes. than to tweet about That's it. That's probably
1: right. That's probably true. Because then tweets are just saved for posterity Tweets forever.
4: are just there. Yeah, it's going to be more of a problem. I just right. figured I'd let this out. And I'm not blaming. It's no, my no, no, no. fault. I, yeah, it is. As I sit I here. Like I'm, I, I'm with Sarah. It's your yes, fault. Yes. I'm. You suck. I'm going to walk into the teeth and I deserve it. I'm going <laughs> to get shredded. So I I don't know if I'll be back tomorrow. (laughs) All right.
1: I don't need the vasectomy anymore. Yeah. I got it, buddy. Well, hopefully it works out for you. Hopefully it's okay. Back page. Let's do it.
2: The Back Page.
1: The Back Page. With Common Man and
4: T-Bone.
0: Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING.
4: Go ahead, Timmy how ironic i've got a headline that says marlon wayans explains why his mom is the reason he never got married so really this is marlon wayans talking about the way he does relationships and this this story started off kind of sad where marlon was was talking to a uh, essence and he said you know my mom passed and on her deathbed i said can i tell you something woman She was in a lot of pain, and she was fighting to stay alive or fighting to go. And I said, I'm 47 years old, and I've never been married because I always wanted you to be my number one girl. Oh, wow. My mother turned over. She looked at me, grabbed my hand. She pulled me close to her and said, I know. I love you, too. And he said some of the other reasons. I never got married because I knew my mom needed me. Uh, Women sometimes want to battle for your attention. They want to battle for your love. They want to be the one. Me and my mama share the same birthday. I'm not trying to hear you, and that's how he's done it. He's got two children with Angela Zachary, who he's dated for more than two decades, but
1: idea of marriage never crossed the mind. There you go. Very interesting story. Thanks for sharing that. Marlon Wayans. Tim will be back tomorrow. Tonight, you've got Paul Keel, Skip Mossick, Jim Lachey, and Matt Andrews on the OSU Football Season Kickoff Show. That is coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow. Man and Bone, right here on The Fan.
0: Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heath Services Traffic Center.
6: Good evening. An accident to watch out for. You'll find a crash on 71 northbound at 670. It is causing slowdown. Should be in the clearing stages pretty soon, but watch out for delays in the meantime. And more backups expected on I 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Good News, Ohio. Safe Auto offers state minimum car insurance for less than 66 cents a day. Safe Auto is available 24 7 to help you save. Get a quote in less than 3 minutes at safeauto.com or 1 800 Safe Auto. Play it safe. Safe Auto.